0: And you see what, you know, they're, they're on the line pretty quickly. Uh, they're, they're trying to set
1: some tempo here. Um, so we got to. That time the handoff. Wingfield from the gun gives it to Williams. Stuffed just across the 20 to 19-yard line. So it will be third down and about six for the Warriors. Wyatt Kelly in on the stop for the Crusaders. So a third down here. And after the long run from Williams. It'll be a chance now for Moeller to try and get the defense off the field. On third down and six from the 19-yard line. Wingfield will go from the gun. Williams-Lebedo is left, four wide receivers, two to either side.
0: It's the first time they've spread it out. They've been under center so far.
1: Wingfield throws right, and it is caught down to a knee right at the 13-yard line. It'll depend on the spot. He got it out to Bryant Johnson, Jr. And he, I'm telling you, he is right at the sticks. It's going to depend on the spot, and I think they're going to give him the first down. I was going to
0: say, even if even if they didn't give him the first down, they're they're going for that one uh, with that guy in the backfield there. So it's funny, like like uh, here's and here's a uh, here's that Veer look that they that that they showed on film, and on this, you know, uh, Williams is going to be the dive back, and then you're you're going to have. Uh, Number three, oh, the nope. Handoff goes up the middle, that's Williams. So he's just going to move the and wow. back his
1: way down to the six-yard line. And we talked talk about the top of the park, that's just grown man strength. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, he moved probably seven or eight players, three, really three or four from each side, and got himself six yards. So it's second down from the six-yard line. And Winton Woods right at the line, same formation with Williams as a dive back. He'll get it again. No, Wink's going to keep himself. He's yeah. into the end zone that's for the touchdown. touchdown. Great job by Wingfield to pull it out at the last second and take it in. That's the the Mayan Williams effect. You focus in so much on him, but as you talked about Derek in the top of the broadcast here, Wingfield can move the ball himself. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that that especially
0: with a, a back that size, and then when you have the quarterback there that, to to complement him, and when you have that tempo, that wears down a defense quick. I mean, it, it's the first you know three minutes of the game but that's not a good sign for the
1: defense. Velasquez on for the extra point. It is up, and it is good. Mayan Williams gets it going early, and Michael Wingfield finishes it off from six yards out, 8.57 to go in the first quarter. Wynton Woods strikes first. Moeller coming up next, trailing 7-0 here on Let's Bigmo.com and ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. We're always dancing down the street With his sway blue eyes and every new boy that you meet He doesn't know the real surprise so, Velasquez set to kick. Valentine and Sledge await at their own five yard line. And the kick bounces and dies at the 10. Sledge has to pick it up there and try to negotiate 15 20. He's got space at the left sideline and gets to the 25 yard line. Nice job by Sledge to make something out of nothing as the ball just kind of died at the 10 yard line and he was able to get 15 yards on the return.
0: Yeah, it's good to see Sledge you know, getting involved. He, he's had a. Uh, A couple of opportunities in the first few weeks. Um, He's a player who's got a lot of talent. You know, he's just got to start converting a little bit, so it's good to see him uh, gain some yards there on the kickoff.
1: Drew Altamoli, the senior signal caller, now in his second week at the helm of this Mueller offense. Much better a week ago in a 68-7 win over Lexington Lafayette. 10-16 for 175 yards. He will have Gabe Goins to his right from the gun. And three wide receivers plus Josh Caddis at tight end. Ultimately rolling out to the right pressure from behind. Here's he throws, still got the pass off. It is caught down the right sideline. He's going. And down oh, side is Brandon like White. Yeah, stepped out of bounds, but it's good to see that. That
0: you know, Brandon White is has in I mean incredible speed. Incredible speed. Uh and and so far, thus far in the first three games haven't been able to get the ball to him. So uh, it's good to see them. Uh, air it out a little bit and uh, y- hey. Th- you're nice gonna, call for take a shot yeah, on first absolutely. down. The, the
1: speedster White just his second catch of the season it goes for 26 yards to the Winton Woods 49 yard line so a big play for Moeller on play number one after Winton Woods went 80 yards and seven plays for an opening score ultimately Goins trying to bounce it out there just nowhere to go stretched out against a very good Winton Woods defense and I think that we talked about at the top Derek Mayan Williams gets all the credit, a lot of the credit, I should say, and the attention for this Winton Woods team. But this is a very tough and a very physical Winton Woods defense. It's given up 14 points in three games.
0: Yeah, no question. I mean, when, I mean, we played Winton Woods over the years. We scrimmaged them over the years. They're always, you know, defensively super aggressive, uh, really good tacklers. Um, and, you know, I, to be honest with you, <laughs> trying to hit the edge on these guys, I don't, I'm not sure if that's really the – the, the best way to
1: attack this defense. Loss of one to midfield. 7.45 to play in the first quarter. Second 11 for the Crusaders. Goins now splits out left. Five wide receivers for Altamulli. Pressure up the middle. Pass over the middle is nearly caught. And over the middle looking for Daniel Dunlop. Pass just a bit behind him and tried to juggle it, but couldn't bring it down. It'll be third down and long. Uh, pass was a little
0: bit behind him. Uh, but you know what if, if you 're playing a team like this those are the those are the types of plays that you have to make if he makes that if he makes that catch he 's got a lot of green in front of him
1: yeah, right idea I think from ultimatelyly as well. the blitz came right in yeah. the middle he threw in right right behind it.
0: It was a hot route and he and uh, he put it just a little bit behind him. but you know against a, a great team like this, you have to make plays
1: third down has been a problem for Mueller thus far in the season just five out of twenty nine on third down. That's 17%. They'll have four wide receivers, goings in the backfield to the right of Altomoli. Pressure up the middle. Altomoli wants it down the left side. It is caught out there by Brandon White. Did he come down with it inbounds? They say he will at the 34-yard line. Good enough for first down. There you go, Derek. Get yeah. it in the hands of your speedster, White. Yeah, outstanding. I mean, he, he reached out for
0: that, it, and uh, I mean, like I said, this, this kid has extraordinary speed, and he, he beat the corner uh, easily on that one. So, hey, keep keep feeding him.
1: And all the more impressive seeing getting getting that kind of trust early on as he's just a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time yep. to go for him to develop. He'll line up in the slot out to the right side this time. Sledge out far. And why? We'll go from the pistol formation this time with Goins and also Dunlop in the backfield. Dunlop's going to get it up the middle and he is plugged right away and sent backwards by Malcolm Bryant. Listed in the media, he got it 5'11", 310 pounds.
3: Again, another large human.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, tree trunks for legs. Uh, you know, they, they, every year they have, they have some big, thick guys there in the middle of their defensive line. It's going to be tough sledding to try and run, but, you know, you've had some, had some success early throwing the ball, uh, so that, that might be the
1: ticket uh, this evening. No gain on the play, so it remains second and ten. And now before this play, Moeller will take a timeout. I believe the, the play clock was winding down. And uh, with that, we'll step aside. 6.28 to go in the first quarter. Moeller on the move, trailing Winton Woods, 7-0 here on Let's Bigmo.com And ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: For over 55 years, Miller-Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller-Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller-Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller-Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com.
2: Let the good times roll. Let them knock you around.
1: Welcome back. Out of the timeout called by the Crusaders, it'll be second and ten for Moeller from the Winton Woods 34-yard line. 6.28 to go in the first quarter. Moeller with their first possession trailing 7 to nothing. Pistol formation, ultimately, and hand off to Goins. Goins trying to make way up the middle. That's that's not going to do it once again. The ball came out, actually stripped Uh-oh. away. Dalen Long has it, and he's going to take it all the way the other way for a Winton Woods touchdown. Right. Goins was just trying to make it the extra hustle play, and, and uh, Dalen Long just went in and ripped the ball away from him and took it to the house.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, they didn't blow the whistle, and, and it was uh, – They they had about two or three guys on him. They were swarming him, and they just snatched that ball out of there. It's, you know, it's one of those things that happens. Listen, you you got a sophomore running back in there, uh, you know, and he's playing out there with guys who were juniors and seniors, big guys, grown guys, guys who were experienced, and and you're going to have that sometimes.
1: Romel Velasquez on for the extra point. My, how the tables have turned for the Crusaders. Promising drive, and that Winton Woods defense creates a turnover. And Velasquez sends the extra point up and good. So now in three-plus games, Moeller has given up 49 points off of turnovers. And with that, now makes it a 14 to nothing lead. In favor of the Warriors, Moeller will try and regroup when we come back here on Let'sGoBigMo.com and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Since 2009, SCI 360 has helped many businesses improve their clients' customer relationships through streamlining processes connecting with customers, and ultimately improving profitability. Let SCI 360 customize a system for your business using the number one selling customer relationship management platform, salesforce.com. For a 360-degree view of your customer, contact SCI 360 and Moeller alum Michael Sturgis at 888-318-5121 or visit them on the web at wwwsci 360 degrees
1: Welcome back. Wenton Woods off the turnover. Dalen Long strips the ball away from Gabe Goins and takes it the other way for the touchdown to make it 14-0. Wenton Woods, another uh, quick update from from other action around the area, Derek.
0: Yeah, St. X uh, kicks a field goal. They're up three-zip on Cathedral right now. It's our opponent next week. So it'll be interesting to see how they do against Cathedral after uh, seeing what we did.
1: That game will be at Nippert Stadium. Of course, we'll have it for you here. On Let'sGoBigMo.com, Sledge with the kick return to the left side is pushed out of bounds. That's a near, late hit near the 25-yard line. Was hit late. Yeah, it looked like by Tamarian Crumpley. Yeah, he was hit
0: about two or three yards out of bounds. They didn't no throw call a flag on it. Uh, you know what, though, that 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 was a devastating turnover i mean obviously every turnover is devastating when it goes back for six points but you had a good drive going there and you were taking time off the clock you were keeping uh mine woods off the field and, and you're yeah. still keeping them up absolutely off but uh now you're you're in a 14 point hole uh scoring has been hard to do uh so far this year so that that was that was a huge play
1: and with that turnover, Goins not on the field here on first down. T.J. Rotello is. He was the starting tailback last season. Primarily focuses more on the defensive side of the ball for the Crusaders this year. He's in the backfield alongside Altamule. Pass, though, on first down. He is caught out wide in the slot by Aaron Morton, his third grab of the season to the 29-yard line.
0: And you know what? It, it, your your running game, if your running game is not going to work, then your quick game has to work. Uh, and that's just as good of a running game. If you can get – into second and five, second and second six, uh, you know, and, and put yourself into a makeable third down, and that's just as good as having a running game going.
1: And you also have nice easy throws to get ultimately settled into the game against a very aggressive uh, Warriors defense. So, again, there makes it second and five from the 29. we will go from the pistol formation, Rotello behind ultimately. And a handoff is to Ratella. Oh, to the right side, lost the ball again, and Wenton Woods it again. It was stripped in the backfield by the Warriors yeah, as Ratella was trying to make a cut to in the inside, kind of headed out wide like a loaf of bread, and the Warriors fall on it and they'll take over the Molar Thirty-two. Yeah, number fifty, and I'm not going to attempt that name.
0: Uh, I'm not
1: quite. And sure. six, Kai and Sixie Inmay, in Sixie Inmay. In in okay, with so the uh, with the fumble that there. Was
0: a, that was a heck of a hit, and, and you know, hey, uh, that that's. I said earlier, the the one thing that you cannot have is you cannot put the ball on the ground, you cannot give up possessions, um, and and here we go.
1: Two fumbles and a. there for Muller. Wingfield on first down, wants a shot down the seam. It is caught by Blankemse, and he is inside the five. And that's what we talked about, the, the running palace of Williams. But the aggressiveness here by Winton Woods to go ahead and take a shot deep and Blankemsey sets him up with first and goal at the four-yard line. And partner, we have to think that that Maya Williams is going to see the ball here. And they go back to this veer
0: where uh, Williams is going to be the dive back.
1: And in motion and plugged right inside. And he was met immediately by Jackson Garrett as he crashed down from the end and Williams falls forward to the three. To make it second and goal
0: yeah and the, the thing is is that like in their passing game wingfield you know he has a he has a nice arm. he's not incredibly accurate but he depends on the athleticism of those receivers to make plays and man did he make a play on that
1: yeah, blankem c made the catch there and he is another division one product he's going to, he's going to toledo plays college ball. Second and goal from the 3. Blankemsey's going to get it on the end around. He'll cut right. He's into the end zone for another Wenton Woods touchdown. Things are getting away from Mueller quickly here with 420 to go in the first quarter. Wenton Woods an extra point away from a 21 to nothing lead.
0: Yeah, right now I mean they're they're making it look easy. And, and and the thing is is that the offense has put it on the ground twice. So the defense is, you know, I'm I'm sure they're, they're I mean that defense What can they is gone, do? Yeah, they're They're already tired, and we've still got four minutes to go in the first
1: quarter. Velasquez comes on for another extra point. Blankham sees reward for the touchdown. He gets to hold for the extra point. No problem. Up and good, and a shell-shock Crusaders bench and fan base as we'll uh, we'll keep it here with 4.20 to go in the first quarter. And Woods already out to a 21-0 lead. Another update from a... from another big-time matchup, Cathedral has punched it into the end zone to take a 7-3 to lead over St. X. And again, of course, Moeller will see St. Xavier next week at Nipper Stadium. That's always a, a fun trek over there. And we'll have the broadcast for you here on Let'sGoBigMode.com big and ESP Media. So right here, though, I'm looking, Derek, across that Moeller sideline, across that Moeller fan base that's over there, and they look stunned right now yeah. at, what, at what has happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, just, just about... Three minutes ago, it, it was a seven to nothing game. We we're driving, we we're in their territory, and all of a sudden it's twenty-one to nothing. And uh, with with just four minutes left in the first quarter, you got to stop the bleeding uh, on this this drive. You you've got to convert a, at least a couple of first downs. Hold on to the ball. Take some time off the clock. You do not want that offense on the field.
1: No. Yeah. All right. You have to. If, he coached the game, obviously, a long time here as Velasquez sends this deep here. And I'll get uh, finish that here after Sledge fields his kick. He, the 10 trying to cut up into the middle and is banged out at the uh, 15-yard line. Is one of the points now you've coached this game for Todd Dowman and his staff to try and settle his team down right now? Because, obviously, you can't help at this level getting punched in the face like this not be rattled mm-hmm. this early in the game.
0: Well, I mean, the, the thing that you gotta you got to tell them is, like, listen, one play at a time. We have to. We're we're on schedule. Like you don't you don't say that this game is over already. It's like okay, hey, we've had a bad stretch. All right, we put a drive together. We put some points on the board. Uh, this game is still within reach. We don't have to start scuttling our game plan or anything like that. But there has to be execution right now. Gabe we'll Goins back out
1: of, in out of hand. On this play to the left, ultimately on first down, ultimately wants to throw over the middle, oh, nearly right. intercepted. As he stared down Stodigal on the left side, it was nearly picked off by Javon Thompson, who came down from the safety spot. And I tell you, if he has that one, he's going to the end zone for a pick six.
0: Yeah. yeah, it looked like that one, if he put a little bit of air on that, um, you know, once again, I think he was going to Brandon White on that. And, and Brandon had a step or two on the corner. Um, and that 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 safety jumped it because he he threw it directly to him. If he puts a little bit of air on it, he might have had something there.
1: Second down. Now on the second incompletion for ultimately it's 3 of 5 for 47. 409 to go in the first quarter and the Warriors leading Mueller 21 nothing. White goes in motion. To the top side making trips right Alton a design quarterback draws has yep. space to go a Crusader lost a helmet on the play Alton going to step out at the 25 yard line losing his helmet was Michael Carrado the left guard so he'll have to come out for one play this is a nice play so you 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 give
0: a, you get a makeable third down the thing, the thing I don't like about this is you have an incompletion on the first uh first down and then you run out of bounds in the second one so you stop the clock uh, twice, uh, you, you better you better get this one because uh, you, you you haven't taken much time off the clock at all.
1: But you do like the play call there. The I quarterback do. Draw is do. Ultimately, is not, not a guy that strikes you as a guy that's going to be mobile like that. No, absolutely. Sneaky play. And, and you're using their aggressiveness against them. Third down and a long one from the 25, meeting just past the 26. Goins to the right of ultimately in the backfield. Pressure coming right Probably up like the a, gut. Did Wentz would stay on side, uh? it looks like they did. Ultimate, his pass out wide for Dunlop is incomplete. Well, I tell you what, I mean, it looked like. It I looked thought Long like he was, was in the a neutral hair zone. Off
0: yeah. He, he, I mean, and and he, he, I guess he timed it up perfectly. He put some uh, pressure on Ultimately, made a bad throw, and once again, you stop the clock. You took maybe, I think, he took 23 seconds off the clock on that drive, and you're kicking it right back to him, and they're going to get get it in pretty good field position.
1: No, Hughes will punt it away for the 15th time on the season and Demir Blancomsey will await it at his own 33-yard line. On fourth and one, Hughes awaits. Rotello shifts from right to left, Hughes. No problem getting it away, see This is going to be returnable. He'll field it at the 36. Oh, Coming up boy. the right sideline, oh, he's man. across midfield, across the 40, Good down Lord. the sideline. He's knocked out of bounds near the 35-yard line of Moeller. and Wenten Woods. Right back in business. I mean, it's almost like they didn't punt.
0: I mean, they. I think he ended up at the. They're going to spot at the 29-yard 10, line. And so they were pretty much at the
1: four yards net on the punt. Wow. And you looked at the way the formation was set up. There was nobody on the right side of the field for the Crusaders. Mm-hmm. That was just a, a simple, see out running sprints yeah. on the right sideline.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure quite sure what they were uh, trying to do with that uh, with that formation. I could understand if they kicked it more to the right. But.
1: Wingfield from the gun, hands off to Williams off left side, bounces off one tackle and a couple of more Crusaders coming to finish him off for a game just one to the 28 yard line. And so far, good pursuit on Williams, I would say, by the, uh, the Molar front seven. Yeah, they've, they've contained him uh, uh,
0: on, on a few plays. Obviously, they gave up the big play on that first drive. Um, you know, but the thing is the cumulative effect of having to constantly tackle and bring down that, that, that big kid.
1: High snap, and Wingfield pulls it in and tried to throw it to the left. He's now going to scramble to the right and has out in space across the 25, out near the 20-yard line, and that's the athleticism that Michael Wingfield brings. It looked like he was dead to rights in the backfield for about a five-yard loss. Instead, turns it into about a six-yard game. It'll make it third and one. Yeah, I mean, you know, right now it's, you know, this is this
0: is just a team that looks like they're, they're a little bit <laughs> they're just more talented yeah and, they're, and, they're just a know, step ahead of yeah, muller at absolutely. every turn right now absolutely and that that quarterback you know, he should have been down in the backfield it should have been third and about 17 now it's third and one
1: at veer formation blanconcy comes in motion they're going to hand it to williams up the middle he'll lower his head he'll have enough for first down not much more but it'll be just out near the 18 yard line and should move the chains for Winton Woods, and it will as we go under three minutes to go still in the very first quarter, and Wynton Woods already knocking on the door again as they lead Molar 21 to nothing.
0: And what it does is it just kind of demoralizes you, you know, defensively. I mean, it, they fought hard on that the, on that set of downs, uh, and just to and, and they they barely give it up, but you know now you, they got another set
1: of downs, and uh, it there in the inside the red zone Winkfield under center this time straight hand off to williams trying to cut back to the right he'll move across the 15 yard line and fall forward to the 14 as he was spinning i thought for a second that ball may pop loose but he's so strong yeah, he, he tucked it right against the rib cage and was still able to gain a few but you know what that might have been his most impressive
0: run of the night because there was nothing there there was absolutely nothing there he didn't have a block he didn't have anything and it's, it's second-and-five. I think I just heard Princeton is leading Coleraine. Six-nothing.
1: From the gun here, Wingfield has Williams to his left. The handoff up the middle is to Williams. He just plows right through, runs right through Wyatt Kelly, across the 10 and down to the six-yard line. I give Wyatt Kelly all the credit in the world, but he's given up some 25 pounds to mine Williams. And it showed on that play. Yeah, it, it's and like I said,
0: and Myron Williams kind of limps off on that one, but it's the cumulative effect of having to tackle that kid every single play, and,
1: and it just wears you down. He will come off with a bit of a hitch in his giddy-up. So we'll see how Wynton Woods counters now before we can do anything. Wenton Woods will take a timeout here as the ball's at the seven yard line, and we'll take a break as well. 1.29 to go in the first quarter. Wenton Woods already leading big, looking to add to it. They're up 21 to nothing on Moeller here on Let's Go, and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: EBCO Pavement Services LLC has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the tri state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, C.B. Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go EBCO Pavement Services.
1: Out of the timeout. Maya Williams being attended to on the training table. Looks like they're looking at his left ankle. So Winton Woods will possibly try and finish this drive off with him on the sidelines. Jamonte Murray will take his place in the backfield. There will be four wide receivers. Murray now shifts from the pistol to the left of Wingfield on first and goal from the seven-yard line, and Winton Woods leading Moeller 21 to nothing. Wingfield on the options, going to give it to Murray, right side across the five, and he'll be down at the three-yard line as he is brought down by Andrew Diley. It'll be second and goal.
0: He's not quite the load that Mayan Williams is, but man, he hit that. He had that hole pretty hard. This is the thing about Wentz Woods offense. It's such a, it's such a challenge. Is that they have so many looks that they give you. Uh, they now they're going back to this Veer look. That was a spread look. They they have receivers that can beat you. They have running backs that can beat you. The quarterback can beat you.
1: Wingfield under center, in that Veer look, Blankensy in motion. Ball going to be handed off there, maybe a sloppy exchange, and no. it may wind up working anyway. As Murray went forward, and I'm not sure if Wingfield gave him the ball or not. So he just, to be honest with you, he I just think, hitched a ride. I, I think
0: that so the the dive back on that is supposed to just take the ball, and it's up to the quarterback to pull the pull the ball out. And I think that they were literally fighting over the ball, and they both took it in. So I'm not sure if they'll They're going to credit is, that. Uh, maybe.
1: Uh, uh, you know, high school kids nowadays—they're gonna—they're gonna both want a credit, so maybe an extra touchdown in the stat sheet. But it's another one for Wenton Woods. Velasquez on for the extra point. It Locked. is blocked. So Moeller at least holds in that regard. Forty-six point nine to play. It is still—that's about the only thing that's gone wrong for Wenton Woods thus far. As they lead Moeller twenty-seven to nothing here. At Let's go BigMo.com and ESPN Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Kent Insurance is a family-owned business located right here in Kenwood. Chris Kent, a graduate of 1993 and former tight end, can take care of your business needs while his sisters, Kim and Katie, are ready to handle your personal insurance. Top-of-the-line products, competitive pricing, and outstanding customer service is what they offer. Give them a call. 513-791-6060. That's 513-791-6060. A big shout-out to Katie's daughter, Abby Kerwin, playing saxophone with the marching band. Let's go, Big Mo.
1: Cathedral now leading St. X 14-3 in a big-time matchup there. We'll keep an eye as we go along here. Moeller trying to do anything right that they can, and Sledge bobbles the kick. Thankfully for the Crusaders, it goes into the end zone before he can possess it, so it is a touchback. They've been kicking it to Sledge, and he is it's been an adventure for him trying to handle the kickoff. It's taken a lot of funny hops as he comes near him, so Mueller will take over at their own 20-yard line, trailing 27 to nothing already in the game. In the first quarter, 141 yards on the ground for Wenton Woods, averaging 8.3 yards per play. That's not good. Ultimately, will come back out in the gun. Have four wide receivers, two to either side. Gabe Goins to his left in the backfield. And off his to Goins trying to cut up the middle and just nowhere to go. Yeah. And that's the big fella in the middle again. Malcolm Bryant, the 300-pounder, just swallows Goins up for no gain.
0: You know, it's tough with a with a defense that's that's, you know, this uh, aggressive to run a, a zone scheme where your quarterback isn't isn't an option to run. Because essentially, everybody, if the if the offensive line is stepping right, they're flying to their left, uh, and and there's there's not going to be anything there because they are not worried about any kind of a, a fake or a cutback or anything like that. So it, it's it's really tough to to run that unless you're going to make the quarterback a part of that as as a read.
1: And with the twenty-seven nothing lead, also you can just pin your ears back and just go for whichever lane you want to go with. Really, is Mueller elects to. Let the first quarter run out. And I think for Crusader fans, we'll just forget that first quarter yeah. ever happened. We head to the break in the second quarter to begin on the other side of it. Wenton Woods 27, Muller nothing here on Let's GoBigMo.com and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: For over 15 years, Chase Construction has worked closely with property management companies and housing authorities in providing apartment maintenance and inspection services. Chase Construction specializes in completing apartment work orders. If you do not have enough staff to complete the tough maintenance items such as painting, drywall, concrete, plumbing, and electrical work, please call 1986 Moeller alum Alan Shaw Sr. at Chase Construction. For more information, please visit them on the web at www.thechaseguys.com.
1: back. Second quarter about to begin alongside Derek Williams. I'm Jason Griefer, and Moeller has taken more than one shot to the chin as we begin the second quarter trailing, 27-0. Altamule on the receiver screen, bobbled, and then eventually pulled in by Morton. But the bobble, I think, threw the timing off of it, and the Winton Woods defense just so swallowed him up. It's a loss of one back to the 19. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just, like I would say, a step faster.
0: They're about three steps faster than what we're doing. I mean, they got to Altamule pretty quickly there. That was a jailbreak screen, and it wasn't breaking anything. I mean, they they caught him almost immediately after he caught the ball. So,
1: we were talking during the break here a moment ago, and we're seeing, looking at this Winwood's team, saying, "My God, they're a Division Two team," and you were telling me that's Division Two by name only. This is a Division One legitimate squad; they can compete with anybody in the state.
0: Yeah, if you look at their schedule, essentially they're a GCL South team. Yeah, I mean they have pretty much everybody on the schedule, I think, except for St. X. Next week they're playing St. Ed's.
1: Ultimately on the draw on third and long, trying to get the middle, run a different type of look. It'll be a gain of about four to the twenty-three yard line and the Crusaders will send on the punting unit.
0: Yeah, I mean when, when you're running draws and, and screens on, on third down, you're not you're not really fooling anybody. That's a those are the main two plays that you're looking for as a defense. Uh, you're going to give the ball to Wenton Woods. I mean, he's lining up, the returner's lining up at the 35 right now, so they're going to get pretty good field position. And uh, your defense is going back out on the field again.
1: Really, same, same setup as the first punt from Hughes. He's standing at about his own 10-yard line in blank. I'm standing now as he backs up to his own 32. The last return wound up in a net punting result of four yards for Hughes because of the return and all the rim Blankemsey had.
0: Got to watch this end too because he's not blocked. Okay.
1: They were able to get it off. A wobbler and Blankemsey muffed it at first and the ball falls forward. And I think, no, no Moeller has it. Moeller's got it. it. Got it. Woods had a hand on it. And a ball is going to be back to Moeller at their own 46-yard line. They're a mistake there from Blankemsey. He had to run about 15 yards forward to try and field that there. Not smart. No,
0: no. Um, I mean, super aggressive move. That's the kind of – listen, you know, with a, with a player like that that has that kind of home run ability, I can see what he's trying to do. If he catches it, yes. he's gone. Absolutely. But, uh, That's you know, a long way to go. Yeah, that, yeah, that a,
1: is. A 15-yard sprint. You can understand maybe five to ten yards at most. But And it's fearless because he's running into two or
0: three guys who are running, you know, 100 miles an hour at him. Uh, and he drops it and, you know, gives us an opportunity here.
1: So Mueller will take over on the turnover at their own 45-yard line. Really the first thing that's gone Mueller's way tonight. Going Goins to goes in motion, ultimately with an empty backfield. Wanted it down the middle, and a flag's going to be called back in the area of holding. Ultimately will step across midfield and go out at the Winton Woods 49-yard line, but this might be coming back.
0: Yeah, it looks like a hold.
1: And it is yep. indeed a hold on the Crusaders. So you get the turnover on the muff punt immediately. You're going to get backed up ten yards. And it's just been that kind of night thus far.
0: Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. And, and you know, what what I'd like to see them do is, and, and you won't get those holding calls, is just quick game. Quick game. Get the ball out of his hands. Um, you know, make sure that you, you take it down to a, a second and short, third and short, things like that. Uh, but it's, it's hard to throw a quick game now when you're, wow, that's that was a.
1: And they've marked it 10 yards from the spot, actually. So it's going to be first and 24 for Moeller from their own 31-yard line.
0: So, again, Wenton Woods, I mean, they're pinning their ears back. So.
1: Goins will be to the left of ultimately at the moment. Four, four wide receivers for Drew. What does he come up with on this play? Slant over the middle is caught and then dropped, knocked away. I believe they're going to mark that incomplete. Yes, finally, this judge from the opposite side comes in and rules it incomplete as they were trying to get a stodical over the middle. He had it for the moment, and then that Warriors defense just knocked it away. Thompson in on the play. Actually, I think
0: that was Brandon White again, and I like the idea. Brandon White, he's your speedster, and you know it is quick game. It's a quick slant, uh, but. When you have sophomores in there, you're going, to have yes. the, you're going to have the drop passes, you're going to have the fumbles, you're going to have things like that. So,
1: But in a situation like this, he, 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 he is young. Trying to dig yourself out of a hole. Play like that, you've got to make. Because ultimately put the ball right where it needed to yeah, be. Yeah,
0: no question. If he gets it, you know, that's a significant gain there.
1: So now second and 24 for Moeller as the sun begins to set. Before we have the play. Todd Nowman will take his second timeout of the half and will do so as well. 9.54 to go in the second quarter. Moeller with the ball, but backed up once again, trailing Winton Woods, 27-0 here on Let's Go and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP media appointment listening by ESP media since 2010.
1: St. Xavier has answered the Cathedral touchdown with one of their own, so late in the first quarter, Cathedral leading St. Xavier by a score of 14 to 10. Here and at Winton Woods, it has been all Warriors thus far. Muller trailing 27 to nothing, backed up second and 24 from their own 31-yard line. Two backs in the backfield on either side of Altamulli. back to throw. Out wide, has a sling pass, and he is popped right away, the man who brings the ball in on the outside. I believe that was Brian White. Out in the flats, and he was popped immediately. I believe Dalen Long, the man who had the fumble return for a touchdown earlier in the ball game, with the hit. And I like that. I mean, I, I like the fact
0: that you had uh, Brian. He, he hasn't played a lot the last couple of weeks. He had a couple fumbles that first game, and you put Brian White and Goins in the backfield, giving them a different look. You got to do something different. And gave him
1: space out in the flat too. Long just made a nice play. No question third down and 18 it will be as goins goes from right to left to now make it three wide to the left white stays in the backfield alongside altamule drew stepping up looking for space nowhere to go throws it down the left sideline man wide open goins did he stay in bounds? he tried yes. to drag the foot they will say he has it at the 41 yard line of winton woods how about the tailback gabe goins the sophomore do a little toe drag. Yeah, that was
2: a,
0: that was a that was a beautiful play. I mean, he came wide open. There was no one around him, and ultimately had to throw against his body. That's why he, he kind of led him outside uh, out of bounds. But he was able to drag those toes and, and keep it in bounds. And that that was a huge play because the last thing in the world you wanted to do was punt that ball back to him with uh, almost nine minutes left in the second quarter.
1: And a big conversion, 23 yards on third and 18 for Goins. Altamulli going to hand it off this time. White right side across the 35 and brings a different kind of dimension. We want a little bit more speed. Goins more physical back, but good speed off the right side for White to the 34.
0: But what they're doing that, that I really like is they're spreading the ball around. They have, they have some guys who can do some things. So give them the ball. You know, give it to Brian White. Give it to Brandon White. Give it to Gabe. You know, spread it around so that, you know, different guys are, are getting their hands on the ball. And then, and most importantly, second and short. So you've got second second and about three.
1: Yeah, second and three from the 34. And uh, from the uh, pistol formation, it will be White behind Altamule. And to the right of Drew in the back, it was Joe Tepp- Tepper. Altamule, quick throw to the right side. It is caught out there by Sledge. Sledge across the 30, should be enough for a first down. He's pushed back to the 32 forward progress. We'll move the chains for the Crusaders. There you go, short game.
0: First down, move the sticks, keep that clock running, shorten the game, keep Winton Woods' offense off the field. That's the name of the ball game.
1: Good-looking drive for the Crusaders. We are pretty much under the lights now here at Winton Woods High School on a spectacular night for football. Just a few high clouds in the sky. I won't try and name the type of clouds they are because i don't i'm not a meteorologist i don't know about you partner absolutely I not i couldn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> but a great crowd here as well for both schools out in support of this one and what's been a very high enter, highly entertaining game thus far 31 yard line it is for the crusaders on first and 10 on the move trying to get into the scoring column Alton muley has it out in the flat out wide and just a little bit off the mark as he was trying to get Dunlop, who was leaking out from inside. pass a little low, a little wide, incomplete. Tough yeah. throw to make there from the right hash, getting it out to the left side, and a guy going away from you as well.
0: That is, and I don't know how much it would have it gained, but, you know, the, the thing about it is you stopped the clock. Uh, probably would have been about a two, three-yard gain. It looked like they, they, he had a linebacker that was right on his heels. But it is a beautiful night here, and I, I, I tell you, I, you know, Rob was saying it earlier. I can't be more impressed with how how they have built this program at Witten Woods. I mean, the, the there's an energy in this crowd. Uh, they, they've got great facilities. Um, the community is behind.
1: They're adding on yeah. here as well. Construction going on to improve the facilities even more. And uh, before we get the next playoff on second down, Moeller has spent their third and final timeout. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break 718 to go in the second quarter molar driving but still down big to winton woods It's 27 to nothing here on let's go bigmo.com and esp media powered by sidearm
4: sports
2: at robert half we know finding the right employees is a job in itself and it's a job we love you see robert half isn't just a staffing firm we're people people who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs because employees who are a good fit are more productive more engaged Finding a great candidate isn't easy, but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com radio.
1: Out of the timeout, which is Moeller's last of the half, 7.18 to go in the second quarter. Crusaders had the ball second and ten on the Winton Woods 29-yard line. Altamule rolling out to the left, design roll out. throws a deep shot down the field. That is right, I believe he has it caught at the five-yard line. Flag comes in late. I think Winton Woods is going to get flagged for interference, but there it is again, part of the speed and the athleticism of the sophomore, Brandon White.
0: Yeah, uh, if if you give him a chance, I mean, if you throw the ball to him a lot. Listen, there, there are going to be plays where he might drop the ball or you know, he he might not make the uh, he, he might not make the play, but if you give it to him enough, that home run is going to is, is going to get hit.
1: And the penalty was indeed interference against the Warriors, so that'll obviously be declined. It'll be first and goal. They'll spot it now at the 4-yard line so the Crusaders a chance to to get on the board here and again with Talk about before the break, the support around the area for this uh, Wynton Woods program, and we'll talk more about that here as this drive concludes, when it concludes, on either side. But needless to say, a fantastic job they've done here. Pistol formation, White in the backfield on first and goal from the four. Ultimately, with the handoff to White right at the middle, just going to lower his shoulders, and right in the middle, Malcolm Bryant's waiting for him and pins him right down at the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah, one, one of the things you're, you're going to have to do is, you know, like I said before, that, that zone, running that zone against this defense is really tough if you don't have anything coming off of it. So you have to have some kind of a fake, some kind of a, a receiver running past or, or something like that where you're giving them a moment of pause in order to be able to establish that cutback lane for the running back in the zone. Uh, but running right at them, it's, it's really not doing anything for you
1: right now. Second and goal from the four. White to the right of Altamulli, three receivers to the right, one to the left. Altamulli swing pass out to White, trying to get him out in space. White trying to get to the edge, cuts back inside. He'll get hit at the five, falls forward to the three, or it'll be third and goal. Not a bad idea to try and get White out in space, but as we saw earlier in the game, Derek, hard to go east to west against this Warriors defense. Yeah, that's there I mean, there was too much space
0: there. And you're not you're not gonna get too much there. So this is a, this is a huge play because you, you don't want to get into a position where you're making a decision whether or not you're going to kick it. Is this four down territory in your mind? I would say so, but you know, you also want to get some points on the board. There you go. You know,
1: I, I really don't know.
0: I mean, it, there's no there's no rule book for 27 nothing. So,
1: best thing you can do is take that take that out of the equation and put yes. it in the end zone right now on third and goal ultimately with the play fake Throws it out to the far side. Battle for it out wide and oh, incomplete. Yeah, a, a flag is going to come in as Valentine was battling out wide with, I believe, Long. Now check that. That was Crumpley. Yeah, B- a little bit of pushing and shoving back and forth there.
0: Yeah, what happened was, was ultimately threw that ball, and he threw it, threw it a little bit short. Uh, Carrington looked back and he spotted the ball, the the defender didn't, so the defender's just playing the receiver, and, you know, he's going to end up pulling on the receiver and getting the penalty on that.
1: So the interference call moves the ball to the one-yard line. It'll be first and goal for the Crusaders. Pistol formation again. Goins back in now behind Altamule, and they'll call things to a stop here. I think the officials are confused. The, the, the marker on the far side still showing third down. Not sure the reasoning for that. We're still trying to get things sorted out here. Flagging the pass interference in the end zone. They're going to leave it at third and goal. Okay, so, so third and goal from just outside to one, and quick handoff in the backfield to Goins, and Wynton Woods just crashed inside and sold out for it, and they knocked him back to the four-yard line. So now it is fourth and goal from the floor, and Todd Nowman does have a decision on his hands with exactly five minutes to go in the second quarter. Do you take the points, or with the score the way it is, do you try and put it in the end zone, and it looks like he's going to leave his offense on the field. Yeah, you don't have another timeout here, so... Valentine and Sledge will come in now on this play. It'll be fourth and goal. Yeah,
0: they're taking their sweet time here. That's it's not good. Maybe they're doing that purposely, and they're just going to kick it. Um,
1: they will line up with the, in the gun. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, and Goins in the backfield. Fourth and goal from the floor. Ultimately, on the rollout, right side, throwing out there. Sledge, it's incomplete and turned over on downs as Caleb Tubbs stepped in front of Sledge to knock it away, and the Warriors' defense holds. That was
0: a heck of a play by Tubbs. He had him beat for a second, for a second, and Tubbs just closed on it, man. So, you know, when you, when you put yourself in that position, I, the, the first couple plays uh, of, that, of that, uh, that last series, weren't incredibly imaginative, and and you got down the field by by having lots of movement, having kind of multiplicity with who you're getting the ball to, and then you just kind of go conservative. Up the, mi- up the
1: middle, yeah. And and you
0: put yourself in a bad and, position. There. And
1: you're in a no-win situation there on fourth and goal. Do you take the points just to get something out of it mm-hmm. and, or being down four touchdowns, do you try, try and get in the end zone to cut to three? But now what you've done on the turnover and downs is – before the play can be had, Winton Woods has to take a timeout. as they an extra man on the field? And uh, what you've done now is, Mayan Williams is back on the field, and that's a good sign for Warriors fans. And so, we've got a moment here, at 4:14 to go in the timeout here. We'll talk about clean up what we were talking about earlier with the uh, the support this this community has really poured into this Winton Woods uh, Warriors program. And of course, you know you got a guy in Andre Parker who's been here now for 10 years. Win seven, seven to nine to ten games every year. Last year, won twelve, got to the state semifinals. It's th- this community has really bought in to this Warriors football program.
0: Yeah, about a decade ago, uh, Troy Everhart was the the coach out here, and they they were they were a very solid Division two public school team. You know, they ran their 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 Veer stuff, like the Veer that they're running today. That's all they ran back then, but they were really tough, and they they gave. they 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 were in a league back then Uh, we played them every once in a while but now i mean they're not in a league nobody will play them so they have to play you know a division one schedule and the the athletes that they have out here are great the the job that andre's done here has been
1: unbelievable they'll start now at their own four yard line after the defense holds Vier formation, Williams off left side, and Wingfield took it back at the last second. Across the 15, down the sideline, across the 30, dragged out of bounds at the 35-plus yard line. And you talk about waiting to the absolute last second. Williams was on his way down to the turf, and Wingfield took it back from him for a gain of 32. Well,
0: well like I said, the, what, you, what you have to do on those is, you know, I would always teach my running backs, i say, hey, it's your ball, you take the ball. It's up to the quarterback to pull it. And it, it looked like they were just kind of playing tug of war there with the ball, and uh, Wingfield pulls it and ends up gaining about 30-something yards.
1: From the 37-yard line, it'll officially be a gain of 33. From the gun, Wingfield's going to hand off to Williams, spins off a one tackle across the 40. Those legs just don't stop churning. Forward progress, he'll be marked right at the 40-yard line before the Crusaders finally send him back. Joe Tepper leading the charge. For as bad as this this game
0: has gone, they've actually done a pretty good job of containing him. That one play in the first uh, series was obviously a big gain, but uh, they're doing pretty well against against Woods. Now, everybody else, I, I can't tell you.
1: Lancamese in motion, the handoff off the right side. Williams just lowered his shoulders again. He's across the 45 to the 46-yard line. Looks like it'll be about a a yard shy of the marker, making it third down. And Williams is approaching 100 yards, although, as Derek mentioned, 59 of that came on in the first drive of the game, on the second play of the game after he was stuffed for a one-yard loss. He made it fourth and then some.
0: The problem is that they're going to keep feeding him and eventually the dam's going to break, so d- on this one you got to get off the field here.
1: Third and one. That bare look for the Warriors. Blankenship goes in motion. They're going to have the Williams right side. No Wingfield's going to keep it himself again at the last second. He's so good with that. He's across midfield for the Warriors first down. Just incredible speed. And then if, even if Wingfield gets caught, you've got Blankenship out to the right for the on the option toss. And we've already seen he can fly it down the sidelines as well. It's a first down for Winton Woods. Yeah, speed kills, and this is we, – we just can't really keep up with them right now. And it's the, that thunder and lightning effect. You've got Williams that can, as you said, can break the dam up the middle. And then Wingfield, as we've seen now twice on this drive, can pull it back and get out to the outside.
0: Then when you add the tempo to it, it it's – it's a lethal mix.
1: Yes, it is. Blank see in motion. They spotted the ball back at the Winton Woods 49-yard line, but nevertheless, it's a first down for the Warriors. Wingfield from the gun. Straight drop. Plenty of time, and he's going to take off off the right sideline, and he'll go out of bounds in Molar territory at about the 47-yard line. Good coverage down the field, forcing Wingfield to tuck it. Yeah, it's kind
0: of – it's, it's – I, I was expecting him to let loose on that. When you look at him on film, he doesn't really care if his guys are covered. <laughs> because no, he, he, he's a gunslinger. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty athletic, and he just puts it up there, and he knows that his guy is going to get the ball.
1: It'll make it second and six from the Muller 47. Wingfield will go from the shotgun, trips left. One right receiver to the, little white, to the right. I should say Williams in the backfield to Wingfield's right. The handoff is to Williams. A bit of a sloppy Williams. change. Williams spins oh, out of one, goodness. spins out of a second one. He has a first down. To the Moeller 37-yard line. What do you do? What do you do?
0: <laughs> I I I don't know. I mean, you saw, We've seen speed on the the play where it was a 59-yard run. We've seen power uh, as, as the dive back in that one. I mean, he, he did two 360
1: Madden Madden spins. And within a step, he's at full speed again. Yes. And you've got a 230-pound kid he- heading right for your face. Good luck. <laughs> And so far in the season, not many people have had much luck with it. No. Wingfield, quick pass out to the left. Blankensie, get him in space. Uh-oh. A good block out there. Blankensie inside the twenty, makes one man miss, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. As he just left Andrew Diley flat-footed at about the ten
0: yard line. Yeah, I feel yeah, I feel bad for him because he was going 100 miles an hour, and, and Diley's waiting on him, and and he didn't really have a chance. He he get, he put a fake on him, and and he was untouched. So.
1: It is now 33 to nothing with 2-0 to go in the second quarter. Velasquez on for the extra point, had his last try blocked. You hate to keep belaboring the point as Velasquez's extra point is up and good, but this Winton Woods team just has weapon after weapon after weapon after weapon, and the onslaught continues. We have 2-0-1 to go in the first half. It is Winton Woods 34 molar nothing here on let's go Big and esp media powered by sidom sports
3: budget door of cincinnati has you covered we specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors security gates and dock levelers With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement quotes, Budget Door can help you with any of your dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that, too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644 to schedule your door repair or replacement today.
1: Demare Blankemsee just undressed the Crusaders' defense and taking the ball into the end zone to make it 34-0 in favor of Winton Woods with 2-1 to go in the second quarter. Update from the other game, we were keeping an eye on Cathedral and St. Xavier now tied at 17 midway through the second quarter, so we'll keep an eye as we go along. Kickoff bounces into the end zone for the touchback, and the Crusaders will take over at their own 20-yard line. Moeller will get the ball to start the second half here, so partner with 2-1 to go. You back up at your own 20, no timeouts. Are you trying to get something out of this drive, or are you looking to take this into the locker I'm room? I'm trying to get
0: in the locker room. I'm trying to get in the locker room because, let me tell you, if you make a mistake or if you leave time on the clock, they're going to try and score again. So, you know, it's best just to regroup, figure out what you're doing, you know, come up with a different plan, yeah. and, and, you know, just get off the field right now because this, this first half has been a debacle.
1: Winton Woods does have one timeout, so if they want to try and prolong this, they'll have just one opportunity to do it. And Moeller will send their offense out. White will be in the backfield alongside Altamulli. Trips right, solo to the left. Altamulli will throw, get the screen set up, and White is there in the middle across the 25 and out near the 30-yard line. Looks like he'll be right at the line to gain. Now they're going to mark it back at the 29, so a gain of nine. And using that Winton Woods aggressiveness against him on the play, does pick up nine, clock rolls. They're they're hurrying up here, and they're
0: trying to get another play in.
1: Altamule getting the call in from the sidelines. The clock rolls, approaching 90 seconds to play. Again, Muller does get the second half kickoff, so the Crusaders can bust one here. You can try for a two-for-one scenario. Play fake, Altamule wants to throw, stepping up. One of them shot down the field and held onto the ball a little too long as he is flattened from behind by n 6 and May. And it'll be right at the line of scrimmage. So officially no gain on the play. It'll be third and one with a minute ten to go.
0: Yeah, your internal time clock at that point has to go off and you have to get rid of the ball because you know that, that they're not gonna that you're not gonna hold them off that long.
3: Third and one. It's like
0: there's a little confusion here on how to how to line up here.
1: Trying to get Brian White established. He's on the right side of Altamilia. Trips left. Blitz coming up the middle. Altamilia on the quarterback draw. Trying to make a couple of miss. He'll have a first down out near the 35. Was popped from behind as he was kind of turned backwards to the play. He does have a first down. The clock will stop with 42 seconds.
0: Now, now you have a little bit of a wiggle room where – you know, you have 40 seconds left on the clock. You can play with this a little bit. You can take a couple deep shots. You're not giving them a lot of time. Instead, oh.
1: ultimately tried to take a knee and fumbled the ball on the snap. Moeller fell on it. And, boy, if that doesn't say go to the locker room, yeah, Derek, yeah. I don't know what does. Yeah, I, I. With 23 seconds to go in the half and no timeouts remaining. And But it looks like Moeller's going to go up the line and try and get another playoff here. The lineup from the gun on this play. Just, this is an interesting just, sequence just to say don't the make least. A big mistake here. still looking. It's ball. hit from behind. and is sacked back at the 29-yard line, and mercifully, this half will end. Oh boy, a nightmare first half for Muller comes to an end, and I don't know that the coaching staff will ever want to look at the film yeah, from this first half.
0: Altamilli's bent over. He doesn't look like he's. He's feeling too good right now. That was quite a hit he took on that last play.
1: That's the capper to a first half in which pretty much everything went the way of the Winton Woods Warriors. As we are at the break, Winton Woods leading Moeller 34 0. Coming up here at halftime, the angry quarterbacks talking all things pigskin. That's coming up here in just a bit here on Let's Go Big Mo.com and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
4: to another episode of the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and local12.com with the real quarterback Tony Pike of Reading High School, UC, and Carolina Panthers fame. We'll talk some high school football, some NFL, some college football, lots to talk about on each of those fronts. We'll start the segment with high school football, however... Um and a, a couple of, of really good games coming up this week. You got Colerain at Princeton that could have been a better game if Princeton had hung mm-hmm. on to beat Sycamore. Interesting game, though. Uh yeah, that would have been a little bit more interesting again had they had they hung on to win that game and, and unfortunately did not. Um you've got some really good games uh, involving GCL teams as they kind of uh, ramp up into GCL play coming up this week. Let's start with a team that's been everybody's number one for the most part. Uh, I know we have had them as number one at Local 12. I think other outlets in town have had them number one the elder panthers the last two weeks tony uh one shootouts against indy cathedral and then last week against clearwater academy 60 54 does that raise a red flag about the defense or does that tell you that hey they are good enough offensively to get the job done no matter what the defense does
2: i, I still think they can be a a defend, not a dominant defensive team, but they can be a good defensive team. That team they played last week. They had
4: dudes. I, I think they, they had, a, had, some I think really they had good. 12 guys that yeah. were going
2: to be playing at the next yeah, level. Exactly. Now, they didn't have a ton of
4: depth. Yeah, I think they only had 35 kids. Yeah, but,
2: man, talent-wise, that was a, a group that could put it together. I've, I've been impressed at the, the way that they can score. They can do it running the ball. They can do it throwing the ball. But um, they can protect the quarterback. They can pound you up front. And when you look at late in the season – what separates teams, if you get those cold, bad-weather yeah. games, Elver's a team that can withstand that because of their style of play. You don't have a, a team that has to throw it 30 times a game to win. They can line up and they can punch you in the mouth for four quarters and wear you down up front.
4: And, and I would say they probably won't see a whole lot better team athletically than Clearwater right. Academy. Um, they, they may not face a team more disciplined than Indy Cathedral. And so they've they've withstood a couple of pretty good punches here in the in the non conference. Um, it's still going to be all out battle with X. Yes. Uh, Lasalle I think is still going to contend. Molar's way down the depth chart when you're talking about the GCL South. But I, I know some people probably are alarmed by those last two weeks for Elder. I'm more of the I, hey they gave up 659 yards and, 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 yep. and you can't do that usually and win a high school football. In high school football, that is a boatload of yards. Mm-hmm. But they found a way to win both games against good teams. That's the thing. our Academy, as you mentioned, they've got guys. They've got a receiver going yep. to Clemson. I mean, they've just got a bunch of good players, and Elder withstood the punch. I, I think for them it's a great test.
2: It's a, it's a great test, and it's something to rely on at different points of the season to say, hey, we've already been through this. It's, it hasn't been a cakewalk all the way through. We haven't dominated our opponents. We've had to really dig down, see what we're made of. And I think you come out of games like that with a better understanding for the players of what they have and for the coaching staff saying we got some guys that can get it done uh, when their number's called or when their name's called. So I think I see it as a positive for Elder, I think, I think the last two weeks especially, and, and I think it leads into kind of where we're going. The the GCL as a whole, outside of what Mueller is right now, is going to be really tough throughout the year.
4: Yeah, St. X uh, with a win over Penn last week, 37-7. They play Indy Cathedral. Uh, they, this will be the third time that uh, Indy Cathedral's played a GCL South team. They shut out uh, Moeller in game one then lost a the touchdown game to Elder. So maybe this says a little bit about X. I mean, th- maybe X is somewhere in the middle here. We're going to find out. Or is X a team, if they go dominate Indy Cathedral, do we look up and go, well, Elder was all out to beat him, and look what X did. So maybe X raises our eyebrows a little bit more. they played pretty well in the non-league, obviously, It wins over Coleraine and Cathedral.
2: Yeah, I think for the, for the most part where I've seen and where I've had St. X throughout is number two behind elder so i think you're going to get a good barometer of where these teams are at and obviously once they play each other you throw that out the window anyway because you know you're always going to get a physical drag out game but no this is a this is a week for saint x to uh to kind of build on what they've had already and when you talk about what they're building on it, it's the the play of quarterback matthew Reeve up to this point who's kind of taken over the last couple of years for saint x they knew what they had right john clifford chase wolf uh, even, uh, even back to last year to Wired Hudipole who had committed to, to Kentucky for baseball, Matthew Rieber was kind of unknown going into this year and, and he's kind of taken uh, this, this league by storm and he's doing it uh, behind a brilliant offensive coordinator who is um, able to game plan around some faults that maybe that offense has. Uh, to
4: give themselves a chance to win. All right, we mentioned in the Greater Miami Conference, we'll have the game for you. One of three games we'll have for you on ESP Media this week. Coleraine at Princeton. The other games, Loveland at Withrow and Moeller at Winton Woods. We'll talk about Winton Woods here in just a second. Uh, we're going to kind of go down the Division One level in, in Ohio. I, I want to go to Fairfield next. Um, they, they haven't really been tested at this point. I don't know if they're going to get tested Friday against Hamilton. Um, Hamilton got, got beat pretty soundly by Lakota West in its Greater Miami Conference opener. But... I've liked this Fairfield team since the start of the season. Uh, You know, Centerville's down. The win at Springfield was a good win because Springfield's two and one. It's the only loss they have. They beat Middletown the way they should have beaten Middletown. You know, they've they've got a stretch of schedule though at the end of the year. Um, After Hamilton, they go west, east, and then they've got Princeton, Sycamore, Oak Hills, which is a layup, and Cole Rain. So three of the last four games are really when Fairfield's going to get tested. I think they get a little bit of a test from West. But I do think that they have a chance to probably run the table till they get to Sycamore. Yeah. be sitting at six and zero, undefeated in the league, and then we'll see what they're made of with Princeton, Sycamore, um, Oak Hills, and, and well, Oak, not Oak Hills, but Colerain yeah. uh, at the end.
2: Well, I think we've up to this point we've said Rain, Fairfield, and Princeton. The Sycamore say, "Well, no, wait, wait a second, yeah. wait, wait, a, and, and see about us." Sycamore, they, they've they've done it scoring a lot of points, and they held a really good Princeton team to only thirteen points. So. Uh, the gmc is is a race that's going to get tighter than i think what a yeah, lot of and, people expected
4: I, I, I think someone in that west east is is still good enough yeah. to, to win games i don't know if they're good enough to beat a fairfield but i think they're good enough to beat a princeton i don't maybe they're good enough to beat a colrain yeah. i don't know but I, I think this year it's not colrain and everybody else or it's not just colrain it's about four or five teams that, that are really sound in that league that, that really, I, I think, have a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, right now, if the playoffs were today, Corey would actually be out. And, again, the playoffs aren't today, so right. w- they've got plenty of time to play their way back in, and they will. But the other teams in the league, Fairfield would be in today, Sycamore would be in today, Lakota West would be in, Princeton would be in. Believe it or not, Hamilton would still be in yeah. today. And so, it, it's,
2: a, it's a conference that, for many years, like you said, has been very top-heavy with Colerain and everyone else. I, I still think that it's a... a uh, a league where it's going to be a new team that, that pushes forward this year. I just don't know which team it
4: is right. because I don't know what Princeton is right now after that loss. Uh, I broadcast the game, and I'm trying to figure out what they are yeah. at this stage of the game. And, they, they, they had the game in hand, made a special teams blunder, yep. blundered the clock. They allowed Sycamore a chance to go down and kick the game-winning field goal. They scored 10 points in the last minute, 59, to, to really steal the win away from Princeton. It felt like, hey, Princeton's going to be 3-0 and against Coleraine. Holy cow. This yep. is And now it becomes – well, you really need that win over Colerain, or you're quickly out of the GMC race, and then you're in an uphill battle to make the playoffs.
2: Right, and for a team that you know all the hype all preseason the hype. and and, and now the pressure goes squarely on Princeton this week. They get Colerain at home; it should be a fantastic game, no doubt about it.
4: Uh, let's go to Division Two, and, and I'll tell you there are three teams that have kind of separated themselves a little bit, uh, and, and and it's going to be interesting to see which one of these three is the team that comes out of here. That's Turpin, LaSalle, and Winton Woods. Right yep. now two, three, and four in in on Joe Idol's Harbin ratings. Um, again, the official rankings don't come out until after next week's games, but he is spot on, so that's about where they would be. Winton Woods to me is still the class of that group. They've got Moeller this week. Um but I'm I'm getting more and more intrigued by this LaSalle team, and I'll talk about Turpin in a second, because what they've done has been very intriguing, but I'm getting Wynn woods is really good. We knew that going in. They're proving that. They're playing a tough schedule. They're doing things against a tough schedule. Yeah, it ramps up a little bit with Moeller, mm-hmm. but I think they handled Moeller because um, I, I, the win over Lafayette did nothing to move my meter with Moeller. I mean, I hope they enjoyed that victory. Um, they pounded them pretty good, yes. but I, I still think Wynn Woods is a, is a better team. This LaSalle team, though, they're 3-0. and Wins over West. It's the only loss Lakota West has. Mason's down this year. beat Mason coming off this win over Mansfield. They played uh, Dayton Dunbar this coming week. The stretch of games, though, that we're going to know about LaSalle, they're, they, they're going to likely be 5-0 and after, uh, after their fifth game. Then they've got Moeller, which probably is a win. That's okay. 6-0. and And then they finish with the following. Cove-Cath, St. X, Winton Woods, Elder. Yeah. Very tough stretch for them to end the season with. It's a tough stretch, but
2: the way they've done it thus far, they have a, I mean, they basically have a college secondary. Mm-hmm. Their secondary is excellent. And they have something that not a lot of teams in high school have, and that's the ability— to make long field goals. I mean, so many teams have to go for it because they're on the field.
4: We're talking a lot of teams don't even try 35-yard right. field goals right. in high
2: school. I mean, that's almost guaranteed for LaSalle, so you're able to, to shrink the
4: field. You're able to bring drives home with points. And your defense is good enough, and and especially at back in that, that, listen, you can kick some field goals and win some games if you have to down the road 9-7, to 12-10, right. whatever.
2: Now, how good that defense is is going to be go a long way when you see teams like Wynton Woods in that offense, when you see Kovkath, when you see... St. X's passing game, and you see Elder's running game. I think it's interesting how the GCL, those top three teams, are, are kind of molded. Yes. Elder wants to ground and pound. St. X is going to throw the ball, and LaSalle relies on their secondary and some special teams. So it, it's going to be very interesting to see which
4: strong point of each team kind of leads them to victory. The other team to talk about in Division Two, Turpin. They're off to a 3-0 yeah. start. And you can temper it with uh, what they beat, but they did it. They do have a win over Lakota East. Lakota East is two and one. It's the only loss for them, and they beat them by two touchdowns. How about this this nugget stat? And I got to give our friend Tom Gamble credit for for digging this one up. Turpin has not punted this year. And it's not because they're doing something newfangled where they've decided to become the first team in the country to punt. They've looked at the analytics and all that, and it says never punt the football unless it's a special. No, they've never been in a position to have to punt the football this season. That's staggering to me.
2: Uh, yeah, and, and I had a, a text actually on Friday night from a guy that follows Troy and went to Troy and said Troy was supposed to be decent this year. They beat him bad. Supposed to be a good, a good year this year. At one point it was 55-6. to six. I mean, Turpin absolutely crushed that team so it is when you make statements like that and you have a win against Lakota East it's almost like that hey well you know we we've talked about it with Division One right now it's almost like hey don't forget right about us kind of like what Sycamore's doing don't forget about Turpin uh so look I know it's still early in the year but looking forward to some playoff type of matchups and how teams
4: are going to be seated. Is, uh, is very intriguing in high school sports this year. No question. Let's get to some of the smaller schools, if you will, Divisions 3 and below, and we'll start really with with the team that we've had number one in our local 12 top six all year, Wyoming. Tested by Mount Healthy, won 10-7. They yeah. opened G- G- uh, CHL play against, ah, what's that team's name? Ah, oh, they got a really cool mascot. They had a former guy that played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can, I can
2: tell you it's a team that's
4: looking for their first points. The Redding Blue Devils, they have my friend, yet to score this year. They've not scored. Man, oh, man! I
2: was, I was, I was with you though. I was
4: surprised at that Mount Healthy score. I thought, I thought it'd be higher. I thought it'd yeah. be close, but I thought it'd be higher scoring than that. Yep. See, I'm not sure that tells me that Wyoming's defense is that good because Mount Healthy did get blank the week before. Or look, Mount Healthy's really good. They're one and two, and yep. and their two losses are to Coldwater, which is a perennial power, and to Wyoming by three. Maybe just an off day for the Wyoming offense. And, and now they get into CHL play. And while well, Madeira's off to a great start at 3-0, yeah. Deer Park's off to a great start at 3-0, and uh, Marymont's off to a great start at 3-0, and Indian Hills always a battle, they're still a the class of that league. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not
2: sure it's even close. I don't see how anyone in the CHL beats Wyoming this year. Now, that being said, when you look after the CHL in the playoffs, Wyoming lost a lot from last year. Mm-hmm. Lost a lot of skill guys, a lot of talent on offense. So, Evan Poyter is a bona fide stud. Uh, just Interesting to see how far he can take that team with not as many weapons this year.
4: Right. Another team talking about division, uh, in Division 4, Roger Bacon off to a 3-0 start. They had that goofy game against Dunbar where the Dunbar player had butted an official and the game got called at 23-8. to handled a pretty good Newport Central Catholic team, 41-14, then beat a winless Woodward team, 45-6. to But if you look out at it, their schedule, they've got a couple of tests on it, and they'll come, come in a couple of weeks. They've got Baden this week. Um, that'll be a test, but I think they're, they're a better team. They've got McNick. Um, and then down the road, CHCA, which just, I believe, let me double check, beat McNick 40 to 33. So mm-hmm. and they're always a quality program and a, and, and Summit Country Day, which is three, and zero. Oh, and it's always hard to get a read on them. One of the wins for them was over Reading. Another one was over a, a club team, the landmark Eagles, which used to be landmark Christian uh, high school. So it, it's hard to get a read on them, but bacon in theory, if they're as good as some of the stuff they're doing, might run the table. Yeah. I mean. They, Again, we mentioned this
2: with Wooden Woods, and we mentioned this with Elder. To be successful in Ohio late in the year, you better be able to run the ball. And Roger Bacon certainly checks that box. So, you know, that's another team that, yes, can they run the table? Uh, They have talent. They have some skilled guys on defense. uh, But offensively, they have the ability to control the clock, to control possession, and to run the ball and wear teams out late in the season when it gets to be those cold and windy and bad weather games.
4: Well, and, and hit some big plays, too. I mean, that, that's the other part. Corey Kiner's the guy we're talking about, the running back. I mean, yes. all, he did, um, all he did last week was run for 124 and three touchdowns. He is a, a really talented kid on the year. He's run for almost 300 yards and six touchdowns, and you have to temper that with that first game got called right. uh, around halftime, so he probably would have gotten another – 80 to 100 yards there. So um, off to a a great start, two straight weeks of of 120-plus yards rushing the ball. Um, So, yeah, they've they've got that weapon in him and the ability to ground and pound. And, uh, again, just looking at their schedule, I think they've got an outside shot to run the table. I don't know if it can happen. CHCA is really good. McNick will be a great test. But it's not like every week they're going to get a stern test. And so if they pass a couple of those tough ones, yep. uh, may, maybe they do uh, when, when all is said and done. Uh, over into Kentucky, uh, where Covecath continues to dominate Northern Kentucky competition, they shut out Dixie Heights. They're 4-0. Uh, one of their wins was that close win against Lexington Catholic, which has a great quarterback. Bo Allen is going to Kentucky. Um, won that one 39-38. But their three games against Northern Kentucky schools, Ryle, Campbell County, Dixie Heights, none of them scored. So they continue to be the class of that. They've got Beachwood this week. That's a that's a tough one for Beachwood. Um I think that's for them just kind of survive, get through the week, yeah. don't get hurt and and move on. It'll probably get to a running clock and all of all of those things. Beachwood's
2: one of those teams that's interesting to me because they're they're still searching for an identity. Yes. They're they're struggling on the line. Their skilled guys aren't really pulling through, but they do have a really good quarterback. So I think I think Beachwood's one of those teams this year that benefits from the Kentucky playoff system. Yes. I, I, and, and they just get in, you know, once you're in and play your best football at the end of the year, I think because Beachwood is playing tough games early. In. Yeah, they played Paintsville, yeah, they played Som- play. Somerset, Cuff which Cuff. was really good,
4: Corbin was right. good, and just got a, that was a good win over Corbin for them uh, after starting 0-2. Covecath will be a great test, they've got Taft next week. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I think when they get back to their their, their class, which is Class 2A, although Broadcasting Lloyd and Connor on Saturday on, on the CW Cincinnati, I came away really impressed with Lloyd thinking, all right, they got a puncher's chance. And Newport in Class 2A over there is off to a yeah. 4-0 start. So that, that district that Beachwood has fallen into suddenly becomes a pretty, right. pretty tough district. So looking forward to some of that. Um, also, big game this week, though, over Northern Kentucky. It'll be Highlands taking on Rile. And Wild kind of got to be a forgotten team a little bit because they got beaten their opener by Covecath, 37-0. But since they've ripped off wins over Connor, which that's their only loss, mm-hmm. uh, Cooper, that's their only loss, and then overmatched Boone County, 46 to nothing. So the game of the week by far will be Wild taking on Highlands at Highlands uh, in, in that game. So looking forward to that. And in Indiana, of course, East Central continues to roll on their 4-0, and and Lawrenceburg continues to roll on as well, 3-1. and Any final high school thoughts, Sonny Pike? No. All right. We that's all I got. One. We're moving, moving on. on. We're moving on to the NFL. We're moving on to Buffalo. That's what Luan Romo oh. said yesterday. 3.30, oh, okay. time to move on to Buffalo. Okay. That's what we're going to do. We've got a lot of NFL to discuss, including injuries abounding for quarterbacks. We'll look around the AFC North. We'll look at some players requesting trades, and should teams grant those requests for trades? One team certainly did. We'll talk about that and much more as we continue. It's the Angry Quarterbacks from your friends at ESP Media, from the James Rapine Memorial Studio. Getting answers, finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action. Getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates. Welcome back into the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and Local12.com with the real quarterback. And now quarterback guru. See, I got a closer guru. Guru. quarterback guru. 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 No, he's not George. Is it Whitfield? He's the one guy that considers himself Whitfield. The, Whitfield. Yeah, you're, you're, I think you're going to. I, think you're gonna I trained under him. Did you like him? Mm. Yeah. And he is Tony Pike, by the way. Thank you. Did you learn some things Good about t- teaching things, or did you? Yeah. Okay. I took away, I took away more teaching
2: aspects than what I learned. I think. There you go.
4: Okay. I, I, he's supposedly the quarterback whisperer, right? Yeah. What does he put you through? I mean, like, what, what kind of things does he do that, that makes him unique? A lot of stuff with him is. Arm, just... Is He big arm slot guy.
2: No, a lot of stuff with him though is he's out in California, so he has the uh, the access to the beach. That, that helps. A lot of sand and a lot of water training. So this is more like strength training. Yeah. Drops. Things like that. Speed, footwork, which footwork.
4: is so imperative, no question, for the quarterback position. What What is your one driving home point when you're teaching your young quarterbacks? For those who know, go ahead and tell tell people that, what what you do and how they can reach you if they want their young quarterback tutor. Yeah, you could, for, who, for the record, and I'm not kidding around. We kid around a bunch with each other. Tony Tony does work with a lot of young quarterbacks and, and high school quarterbacks and a lot of the yeah. top ones in this area. So, in case you're wondering, he does know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah you, you can go to uh, At least cin- where this is concerned. Well, uh, accordingly,
2: no, you yes. can go to Cincy QB Academy com and learn everything that we're doing, but um, this is a uh, what I what we're trying to do and what I try to do when I work with quarterbacks is is just drive in the basics of the footwork. You know, too many guys, uh, whether they're at the, the high school level or growing up, they've always naturally had the strongest arm. Right, and you get to a point where you're not the strongest arm anymore. So and the windows to, get tighter. Right, and so you have to understand on. how to use your body to make throws. And when you do that, all of a sudden you get into high school and you start strength training. And your legs become stronger. Now you're throwing the ball further. you got more zip and accuracy on your throws. So try to, kind of a really ground-up type of, of QB training. And then for the kids. in the middle prep. You like yeah, the and the prep. kids that want to and they're able to, uh, we offer the mental aspect too. So you're, you're slowing the game down. I mean, my, my biggest struggle at the University of Cincinnati was reading defenses and, and slowing the game down because I get in there and I didn't really understand the differences of coverages. And when you do that, and you're playing against guys that are really fast and really strong, uh, the game
4: tends to speed up for you. So we do the mental aspect as well. There you go. Right, let's talk some NFL. Let's start with the Bengals and, and the loss on Sunday. And I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. The team I saw in Seattle gave me hope. The team on Sunday made me think, oh, here we go again like last year. I was asked on, on, on the Sports Authority on Channel 12 Sunday night, the segment I do uh, with, with Jed Demusey, he said – where is this, is this team closer to being the team in Seattle or closer to yeah. being the team we saw? I said, well, I said, the answer is probably somewhere in between, but the problem with that is they still lost in Seattle. They lost by a big margin here. Guess what the in-between is, Tony? They two. The in-between is a loss. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where to go with that question. Um, uh, let me start with you. Did Sunday make you feel like, here we go again, and there's really no fix in sight, especially on the defensive side? Sunday made me feel bad because
2: I don't think Pittsburgh's really good right now. They lose Ben Roethlisberger, and Seattle barely beat them. So, one, I don't think Seattle's very good. I think Seattle's been a beneficiary that they beat Cincinnati at home when Cincinnati had multiple chances on Seattle's side of the field to take the lead and extend the lead. And I also saw a situation in Pittsburgh where they were kind of gifted of not having to go against Ben Roethlisberger, where they still almost lost right. that game. Right. So, one, I don't think Seattle's very good. Two, I don't think San Francisco is world beaters. I just, here, here's my thing with the Bengals. It's, it's like they've, they've pushed all these different buzzwords and this fancy stuff and said, oh, look at this scheme, and look at this, a new day, and look at the new coaching staff. But when you pull back the curtain of what the Bengals really are right now, it's the same defense that played last year. It is. It's the same
4: personnel. I, listen, I bought it. I bought, yeah. I, I bought, I bought it. I, yeah. and, and I bought it only because then I saw it in action in Seattle. Right. And I thought, okay. But look, he schemed it up great.
2: Right. But what happened to
4: that five-down defensive lineman look? Got dominated. Well, Shanahan had a week to prepare for right. a and, and they And the thing that, that I guess got me, though, was, and I turned to, to somebody who was sitting next to me in the press box Sunday, and I said, this looks like really, and you see it, when a good high school team plays a not-so-good mm-hmm. and they're just physically superior up front and they, just, they can turn and get six, yes. seven, eight yards whenever they feel like it just because they're going to push you and create a, create a crease. That's what I felt like I was watching. And that, that part shouldn't be because I do think whenever they go to that five-man look, those five guys they put up front are pretty good. Yeah, there's, there's losses
2: at any level where you lose. Like, UC losing to Ohio State. Ohio State was bigger, faster, and stronger. UC in the first quarter against Miami was getting dominant when they shouldn't have. Right. So, to me, there's two different aspects to this. But, look, I I go back to something we talked about here last year. The struggle for this team last year was linebacker and offensive line play. And And there was talk in the offseason because Quan Alexander was available. And it was like, no, we're not going to go get him. So, what would you do? You went and drafted Jermaine Pratt in the third round who got zero snaps defensively. So, as bad as that game was, your third-round pick couldn't see the field at all in the third and fourth quarter. So that's troubling because Preston Brown looks slow. He does. Nick Vigil looks undersized. Those guys against a running game. Like, it's not like San Francisco has world beaters at the skill position. Their best skill guy didn't really hurt you That's and George, George Kittle. Kittle.
4: Yeah.
2: But it looked to me like San Francisco had the five fastest guys in the NFL it on did. Sunday. It absolutely did. That's, that's what I. Matt that Breida. Yes, that's what I, looked, I, I, I took away from that. And then offensively. Talk as much as you want about the scheme of Zach Taylor, which I think Zach Taylor is a brilliant offensive mind. When you are getting hit, was it, negative 0.1 yards behind the line of scrimmage, I don't care I don't care what you can scheme. If you can't run the ball, you can't do anything. 18 carries, 29 yards is what yes. it might have been. And, and Statistically through the first two games, 50, it's the second, yards, worst, yeah. second worst in the Super Bowl era. So talk about scheme all you want. Talk about what you can do in the passing game all you want. And, and people... They talk about John Ross and Tyler Boyd. John Ross got a garbage-time touchdown.
4: Still, I, I'm still going to count that. Which though, I still, yeah. I mean, he's had 200-yard games. Yeah. He's, he's, look, he, and he made the play early in the game. where in sp- I thought he made a bad cut or he would have yeah. gotten that touchdown. But he's made some really impactful yeah. plays the first and, two and talk,
2: plays that we, He's had, leading, leading the NFL yeah. in receiving yards. And Tyler Boyd is, what, second behind Michael Thomas in receptions? Yeah. Now, Tyler Boyd got a lot of late receptions in that game, too. But you can't, you can't discredit what the receivers are doing, which to me was the question mark going on. What, what can they do with A.J. Green out? I think the receiving play has been fine. You've got guys in Joe Mixon who led the AFC in rushing last year that has not done anything. Because there, there hasn't been a hole. Because there hasn't right. been a hole. And when there
4: is, he gets called back by a
2: whole Right. So I, I think the, the same stuff we sat on this show and talked about last year, are they glaring deficiencies again this year. And now okay. you look back and say, what did you do
4: about it? Well, they uh, – He said that – And I, I was they Williams. They, they, the right, they tried to address that part. They obviously tried – they obviously thought – and I remember we asked Duke Tobin, Tobin at the Combine about linebackers. He specifically thought that, hey, we, not thought, he said, we think we've got some, some guys that, that, that can play. Right. Well, huh. your third-round pick from last year, you cut. Yes. Your third-round pick from this year can't see the field.
1: And we thank our guys, the angry quarterbacks there, giving you a little halftime entertainment. Here at Wynton Woods High School, your score: the Warriors 34, Molar nothing. Jason Grier, Derek Williams, here in the press box, and this was as we're getting ready to start the second half. This was a stunner of a first half. That it was two complete, two completely different skill set of teams on the field in that first half, Derek.
0: Yes, I mean there's there's pretty much nothing that that Wynton Woods did that was wrong in that first half, and you know, right now, listen, let's face, they're a better team. The question is, you're coming out in the second half. What are you going to do? Because let me tell you something. I, we've played against Wynton Woods for years. I know a couple of years ago they they gave us a, a a nice little beat down when we came out here. They're not going to pull their starters anytime soon. So you have to figure it out, and you got to you know make some plays here.
1: Valentine will feel the opening kickoff at his own five. Go the fumble. 30. Lost
0: the ball. That was a fumble.
1: And. Flag down on the near side at the 33 yard line. Witten Woods recovered it. We'll see what the flag is. The near side official threw a flag on the field right as the fumble was recovered. And then that, he picked it back up.
0: Yeah, I think that might have been the beanbag. Yep, it's Witten Woods ball. The
1: beat goes on. I mean, well. Is, this, is a coach there, is this kind of just one of those first halves you just forget? But, but then you come out here and you fumble the opening kickoff of the second half.
0: Yeah, you, you can forget, but then you walk out here and that scoreboard's still sitting there. So there, there's there's not a whole lot that that, that yep. you can do. You just have to buck up. Nobody's feeling bad for you, man.
1: Winton Woods will take over at the Molar 32. Lakomsky goes in motion. Blankomski goes in motion top. And a throw over the middle. It is intercepted. On the far sideline by the Crusaders and going out of bounds there on the pick. I believe that was Pete Baker. Late flag comes in. He may have been hit going out of bounds. You know what I think that
0: flag might have been is, is he hurdled the guy. And, and I think in, in high school football, that, that's, that's an illegal play. So
1: Wingfield tried to flow it. Tried to get down the seam to Blank. has blank seen as you said, partner of the first half. Wingfield, he's not afraid to throw it if his guy's covered. And that time, a poor decision. And a oh. flag will be against Wynton Woods. Okay. So, Baker with the pick on the first play. So, yeah. Muller giveth and Muller taketh away.
0: Yeah, and that hey, that's great. You know, we, we get the ball. We're, we're close to midfield. But, you know, remember that first play. I mean, they were they were looking to score on that. Absolutely. So, even though they're up 34-0, they're, they're not done. So, this game isn't over. They have. We have to come out, and we have to be aggressive and, and, and try and uh, hold on to the ball, put the
1: ball in the end zone. All right, and the end around on round of this play to get a man out in space, White, across midfield. And that's, beg your pardon, that is, yeah, that is Brandon White. Yep. Coming across into Wynton Woods' territory at the 45, down to the 43-yard line, and a uh, a player for Wynton Woods down behind the play. Yeah, I can't.
0: Uh, you're going to have to give me his name. It's 50. Kai and 60
1: Angmay. Yeah. <laughs> is down behind the play. It looks like he's stretching, maybe just a cramp. And well, I'll let everybody know as well, with the score being, the margin being over 30 points, now the running clock is in effect here in the second half, save for an injury situation like this or a, a timeout on the field. Yeah, that's, you know, and here's the, here's
0: the thing, is it's going to be tough because in these next few weeks, if you look at at Moeller's schedule, the next the next six opponents, including Wenton Woods, they are in the top twelve of the state in uh, the Max Preps uh, Max Prep top twenty uh, of, for Ohio.
1: It does this. I don't know how you could ask for a more daunting schedule in year one for Todd Nowman. I, I, I don't. I don't know that you can. I, I hate to say it, but I mean this. This
0: might be the. Like, on the this team that we're playing tonight might be one of the worst of the last six teams, next six teams that we're playing. Well, and, and you get right into, you get right <laughs> I mean, into league
1: play the next few weeks, and you know none of those teams are going to feel sorry for you in any no, way, shape, or form because no. St. Saint, Saint Xavier, LaSalle, and Elder, they're all 3-0 and coming into tonight. So
0: Yeah, so we've we got to figure out something and figure it out quick.
1: And 6-E-M-A off the field ultimately wants to throw it on the far sideline. has White out there again. Did he get the toe tap in? He did, he did again. It. Brandon White again is building himself quite a highlight tape tonight. Another beautiful throw to the far sideline from Altamullian White with the toe tap for a first down to the Winwoods Woods 25. So there's a guy that, that keeps
0: making plays for you. So keep feeding him the ball. Throw it to him.
1: Hand it and, to and him. And the thing is, you look at him on the field. He, he's he's listed, and I think generously at five foot seven, no. and maybe generously no. a buck fifty. <laughs> generously, but he can
0: fly. Yes, he can. You know, so he should be coming across the formation on almost every
1: play. If he's not running jet, then he should be faking jet. you know. Goins will get the handoff here. He pushes from the 25 to the 24 yard line. I mean, get him involved, I think, as much as you can. And I think maybe that's the one thing, if you're uh, Chad Murphy, the offensive coordinator you take from this game, how do I get the ball in Brandon White's hands even more going forward? Yeah,
0: when when uh, I was on the, the staff, one of the things that we would do is we would look at our guys and we would say okay we're going to budget how many touches that this guy gets this guy gets or this guy gets um so with a kid like that you got to budget you know at least 15 20 plays he's touched it he's fi- touching the ball
1: he's touched it five times tonight for 95 total yards four catches for 85 in that rush we saw a moment ago for uh, 10. At a moment here will Whitson, the defensive end for winton woods has to come off it must have been an equipment thing or something or maybe a cut uh-huh. on a leg or something. To Nevertheless, he moves out and uh, is replaced by Quentin Jenkins on the field. So second and nine, ultimately with the play fake, and he is hammered in the backfield by Dalen Long, who just came in through that B gap and had a free run at ultimately. and Drew just had nowhere to go. Yeah, they're they're
0: pinning their ears back. They're, this game isn't over for them. But once again, you know, it's – you have to get rid of the ball. You have to have some kind of quick game. You can't just sit back there, take a seven-step drop, and, and, and expect to, to have the time.
1: Update elsewhere in Cincinnati. Colrain has rebounded from an early deficit. They now lead Princeton by a score of 20-6. Princeton off of a tough loss a week ago against Sycamore, now down two scores to Colrain. So after the sack, it's back to the 34-yard line where it is third and 19 ultimately from the pistol play fake to goings pressure comes again. Drew over the middle has it caught by Sledge. Sledge inside there the 20, go. inside the 15 to the 10, cuts inside and he will be brought down at the five yard line. Caleb Tubbs save the touchdown. Oh man, and a tough play there as Sledge cut inside and and Tubbs just kind of grabbed the whole leg, just trying to stop him from going in. And Sledge with an awkward twist okay. as he went down. He's up and walking. That's a good sign, but an awkward play there. But Another situation, we saw a couple of those in the first half. Third long situation, the Crusaders able to convert. Sledge able to jog off, that's good. And Valentine will come on and take his place. So now it's first and goal from the five here, partner. Do you keep spreading it out wide? Maybe try and find it to Brandon White.
0: No question, no question. This is the thing, is that, you know, I I understand that that a lot of people are saying, you know, this is going to be a tough year for us. Listen, we have talent. We have guys who can run, who can catch, who can do some things. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the ball in their hands and, and, and uh, scheming the right way so that you, you get it to them. So, and Moeller, unorganized, breaking the huddle. They'll have to take a timeout. Yeah, they used all three timeouts first half, uh, used one already in the four minutes to go. We'll
1: step aside. To, first Sorry. and goal for the Crusaders from the five, looking to break through the scoring column. Wynton Woods leads 34-0 on Let's Go Let'sGoBigMo.com, ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: For over 55 years, Miller Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller-Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller-Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com.
1: Welcome back. Alongside Derek Williams, I'm Jason Griefer. 8.02 to go in the third quarter. Moeller knocking on the doorstep of the end zone once again and trying to break through this time as they trail. Wenton Woods 34 to nothing. Out of the timeout, Altamule will go from the gun with Goins to his left. Brandon White in the slot to the top side. Altamule over the left side, through the hands of Valentine, incomplete. Maybe had a little bit too much zip on it. White was also open inside on that slant as well and Altamule chose to go to the outside incomplete.
0: It was a good call, that's what you want to do. Quick game, he was open. It was there. It was just the, the throw sailed on him.
1: Second and goal, ultimately. Now 12 of 19 for 161 yards.
0: What you don't want to go back to is what you did the last time we were in this situation, which is just run a, a zone play where, you know, you're not, you're not doing any kind of misdirection or anything like that.
1: White goes go. in motion from right to left. He'll have a safety matched up on him. Altamule going to go out wide again to Valentine and again throws it high and off the mark.
0: Yeah, that, time, that time the coverage was a little better, but still.
1: Actually, uh, that was Sledge. But still nevertheless, not still, still not, the be- not, a, not an accurate throw from Altamule because he had an inside step. Interesting here seeing what the, the assessments were that on both plays Altamule has not looked the way of Brandon White.
0: Yeah. Uh, but you know what, they, they put uh, Brandon in motion on that, which is good. That's that's the kind of stuff that you have to do is get that defense thinking that, that you know, it, the more you get the ball to Brandon, the more they're going to they're gonna focus on him and the more other guys are going to come open.
1: Third and goal from the five, the Warriors showing blitz. Here they come, Alta Muley uh-huh. dropped in the backfield near the 12-yard line. Dalen Long is in his face again. He is pushed all the way back to the 25 yard line before they blow it dead, and he is down.
0: I'm not really sure why they didn't blow that whistle earlier on that. I mean, they had. He he was stopped at about the 12 to 13
1: yard line, and they pushed him back another 10 yards before the play was stopped. At the
0: very least, that, that should have been a flag on that.
1: The official standing right there chose to let it go. They'll mark the sack back to the 10 yard line boy, Altamule just took some extra punishment there and really unnecessary punishment at that. So fourth and goal from the 10, and Moeller will try and get on the board. Kevin Thibodeau will try one from about 27 yards. He has a big leg for sure. This is well within his range. Nearly pulled off a 57-yarder last week.
0: They're going to come after it.
1: Thibodeau from 27 to get Moeller on the board. Good snap, good hold. Yep, and it is up. up. And before the play is in an offside, offside against Quentin Woods. Woods. So we'll see what Moeller elects to do here. They I think they blew it dead before
0: it I heard a whistle.
1: Yeah, they will. You're right. They'll move it five yards forward.
0: So they might have to kick it, kick it again.
1: So they'll put the ball at the five-yard line. So it'll make it now a 22-yarder if Coach Nauman decides oh now he's going to change his mind. He's going to put the offense back on the field. And they'll take another timeout, Moeller will. And we'll, we will as well. Fourth and goal from the five. Coach Todd Nauman has a decision to make. We'll see what it is when we come back here on ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Since 2009, SCI 360 has helped many businesses improve their clients' customer relationships through streamlining processes connecting with customers, and ultimately improving profitability. Let SCI 360 customize a system for your business using the number one selling customer relationship management platform, salesforce.com. For a 360-degree view of your customer, contact SCI 360 and Moeller alum Michael Sturgis at 888-318-5121 or visit them on the web at www.SCI360Degrees.com.
1: Derek, we're up here trying to figure out what exactly Moeller is going to elect to do here on fourth and goal. And you and I are looking at each other just kind of throwing our hands up in the air saying we're completely unsure what uh, what Moeller's is going to do. looks like they're going to send the offense back on the field on fourth and goal from the five. And try and get into the end zone here, trailing 34 to nothing, 5-9 and to go in the third quarter. I'm not really sure.
0: I mean, I I – I'm not really sure what the difference is between fourth and goal from the five and fourth and goal from the 10 when you're down 34 to nothing, why you would kick a field goal in one situation and and go for it in the other.
1: They'll move the ball to the right hash and Muller will have three receivers to the right and one to the left and sledge. He will have a lot of space out to the left side. Trips into the boundary and now Brandon's coming across the formation. Winton Woods up the middle again. They're throwing it out wide. White is out there, and it could not hang on to it. The ball just seemed to die yeah. as it got out towards him, and it's incomplete, and Moeller turns it over again inside the Winton Woods five-yard line. Yeah, I'm not. Another tough throw when you're on the right hash, throwing it out towards the left pylon with the receiver running away. Listen,
0: the, the call, I, I think the call was good. The call was good. I mean, he was, he was open there. The, the, the throw wasn't good, but listen, you got to give a little bit of – you got to give a little bit of slack to ultimately, man. He has been taking a beating tonight. Um, I'm just not sure.
1: The, the interior of that offensive line for Moeller, Carrado, Cor- Milne, and LaRubio have been under fire from the get-go. Uh, try as they might, Wynton Wood just continues to bring the heat.
0: What is this? Is this... Wildcat. a Wildcat, a wildcat
1: there, and Williams has got two offensive linemen in the backfield leading the way, and he breaks oh, through, man. and Williams down the left sideline, and he's got a lot of space across the 40, out near midfield, and immediately, Winton Woods out of danger right at midfield. It'll be a gain of 45 yards on a formation, Derek, I have never seen before. Well, I
0: tell you what they did is they put mine Williams back there, and they had the two big defensive linemen. The number 99 was back there as blocking backs and essentially they just ran an iso play and there was there was nobody there
1: to midfield Winton Woods is with 4.15 to go in the third Wingfield going to hand off to Williams again and he is met at the 48 and dropped right there by a host of crusaders
0: and this is the thing like they're up 34 nothing there's four minutes left in the third quarter you got a running clock and their their best back is still in the game. Their quarterback still in the game. So they're I mean they're they're going they're out for blood. They're, they're not gonna. They're trying to make a statement. That's for yeah. sure.
1: And they're 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 maybe making more than one statement. At that second and eight, Wingfield from the gun left side, Blankhamsee has it and is tripped up at the 42 yard line. Nice play out there by Valentine. Otherwise, yes. Blankensy had open space. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you could see him. He hit, he hit the jet uh, jet button. And uh, Carrington, great play on that. Listen, the defense, they're, they're playing, man. They're, they're coming out, and they're, they're still playing hard. They, they are not
1: quitting. It's just been multiple big plays. Hand off there, and Moeller had that one red from the get-go. Great play inside by Jackson Garrett as he met Williams right at the line of scrimmage, and Wingfield this time unable to snatch the ball back out. And they may actually a
0: fourth down.
1: have fourth down on no gain. So, Wynton Woods, they're going to keep the offense on the field here. Fourth and about two and a half from just outside the Muller 42-yard line. Under three minutes to go in the quarter. And it looks like Wynton Woods will have some semblance of a huddle before they come back forward. If I'm
0: not mistaken, that's the first time they've been the fourth down.
1: I think so, yeah. Wingfield from the gun, four wide receivers. Mayan Williams to his right from the gun. On fourth and two, Wingfield wants to throw out to the right and incomplete as it's right through the hands of Javante Murray. So the Moeller defense, despite the big run on first down, holds and forces the turnover. Turnover on downs and you know, like I said, that that,
0: that defense has played hard. They've played hard. They're they're getting beat down. They they've been on the field quite a bit. They gave up that big run to to get them out. You know get them out from under earlier but they were able to step up and get them off the field so.
1: you look at the way this game has gone and the score isn't really indicative of it now cathedral pulling away a bit from saint xavier they lead 31 to 17 in the third it's really been a few big plays you know a couple of big runs from williams we saw the run from wingfield and then the touchdown pass to Blankhamsey where he made seemingly everybody miss mm-hmm. it's just you take away those big plays and this Muller defense they've held in mm-hmm. in the yeah. ball game but that's their
0: game plan. That's Winton Woods' game plan is if you put – and that's what I was saying that we should do on, on our side is you put your – put the ball in the hands of the guys who can make plays and eventually they. it might take them four or five, six touches, but they're going to hit that home run, and that's what Wenton Woods has done tonight.
1: On the first play, Altamele was looking for Stodigo on the left side and threw it well over the top and incomplete. Tough to hit a target and Stodigo on the post there, just five foot nine and, and ultimately threw it right over his head but also again continuing to have to get the, these throws out quickly because this Warriors defense is not letting up despite the score 34 to nothing with 90 seconds to play in the third quarter
0: and i think that you know what you're seeing is they, they took they're taking a little bit of time here to run the plays in we got a running clock so i i think that you know we're we're kind of ready to get out of here.
1: Delayed draw. Goins up the middle across the 45, out near the 49-yard line. First time we've seen a delayed draw there. Mm-hmm. Nice gain of seven.
0: Gain
1: of yeah. keep, keep, it, you know, keep it on the ground. And then little wrinkles like that, maybe you can continue yeah. to incorporate going forward. Ball at the 49-yard line. Just shy of the 49-yard line of Muller So it'll be third down in about three and a half. And if
0: F- and again, you look at Woods, man. They got everybody out there, and um, you know, number fifty. I'm not going to say his name again, uh, but Sixty Yang May. Yeah, he's he's still out there, even though he's he's been uh, stretching out that leg. He's cramping up, but
1: ultimately trying to throw. Now scrambling to the right side. If he runs, he's got no space for first hand. He'll Take a shot deep. Stodigal was out there and could not hang on to it as he collided with Tubbs right as the ball arrived. It was a jump ball. Stodigal had a chance at it, and I think Tubbs may have gotten a piece of it. It'll be incomplete there. I said ultimately, has room to run for the first down, but with the way, as much punishment as he's taken, I can't blame him for taking a shot down the field. Yeah, he
0: had Stodigal. Stodigal had gotten past his, uh, gotten past the defender, but. He, he underthrew it a little bit. Staudigle had to come back for it. The defender was able to make a little bit of a play. Is this
1: another? End of, end of the third quarter okay. we have here. So right. we will, uh, we'll step aside. We'll begin the fourth quarter on the other side of the break. It is Wenton Woods, 34, Muller nothing here on Let's Let'sGoBigMo.com, ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Abco Pavement Services, LLC, has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and sealing work since 1962 in the tri-state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, C.B. Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go ABCO Pavement Services,
1: Welcome back. Alongside Derek Williams, I'm Jason for Fourth quarter about to begin. Moeller trailing 34 to nothing, have the ball fourth and three at their own 49-yard line at this point in the game. Why, why, not? Not, why not leave the offense on the field? And that's exactly what the Crusaders will do. It'll be four wide receivers, ultimately with Goins to his left from the gun. Dropping back, has time this time, and throws it. Sledge with a tough catch that nearly got by him, and he pulls it in at the Winton Woods 45-yard line. It'll move the chains. Sledge has had a
0: heck of a game tonight. He's, 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 walking a little gingerly, but he is, he's really hes caught a lot of passes. He had, had some good returns. It's good to see him really contribute to, tonight.
1: I wonder if he's still shook, shaken up from that play earlier in the game when he was down near the five twisted and around. got the twist around. Yeah, but still, great ball there. It looked like that ball was by him, and he was able to adjust and come back to get it. Yeah, it wasn't an easy catch. So the ball at the Winton Woods 44-yard line, just outside the 44-yard line, I should say. As the clock rolls, four wide for Altimulli. Brian White in the slot on the right side. He's coming in motion now to the left. Altimulli's still looking to the sideline for the adjustment. Muller has to spend another time out. Just, just still, this is the process you have sometimes, Derek, when you, you've got a quarterback who's just now in his second game as the starter here. Sometimes you're going to have growing pains like this, and that's why Muller's taking a time out here.
0: You got a lot of young players out there who are, you know, making mistakes on, on different assignments, things like that. You're going to have it, but you know that's that's what you have to do. You have to use this time to clean some of that stuff up. And uh, next next few weeks, you know, you're going to have to make sure that all of these things are are cleaned up, or it's going to be worse than this
1: one their update from that game we've been keeping an eye on cathedral now leading st xavier 31 to 24 in the third despite the fact that cathedral is out gaining st xavier 448 to 189 in that quarter so the bomber's still hanging around that game despite yardage wise being cleaned out by cathedral so we'll still keep an eye on that remember moeller plays st xavier next week at nippert stadium out of the timeout throw out the middle and man was never able to get his head around on the ball that was aaron morton because ultimately had to get rid of it so fast Morton was available down the seam, but because Muley had to get rid of it so fast, Morton never got his head around. Yeah, and that
0: defender there, he, he kind of got away with a little bit of a, uh, it, at the very least, a hold there. He he looked like he had a, a hold of him and kind of pulled the receiver at the last second so that he couldn't make a play on the ball. But it's amazing to see St. X, man, give up that many yards. It's just in the third quarter. And and, and hanging around, only one score down yeah. to
1: to a Cathedral. You
0: don't see St. X's defense give up 500 yards very often.
1: Back here, second and 10 from the 44-yard line. Trips right. Stoddegel to the left of Altemule. He'll look into the middle. It is caught by Dunlop across the 35, down near the 31-yard line. It'll be enough for a Crusaders first down. They've tried to get that play all night, You know
0: that, that hot route, and finally, finally hit on it. Matter of fact, Dunlop earlier, Uh, there was one that he threw that was a little bit behind him and barely missed it, would have been a big play.
1: That's Dunlop's second catch of the season, making it a first down for the Crusaders at the 31 with 9.35 remaining. And the Crusaders trying to get into the scoring column. They've twice had the ball inside the Winton Woods five-yard line and turned it over on downs on both occasions. In fact, on the last possession, if you remember, there was a field goal made by Moeller, but an offsides call against Wynton Woods negated it, and Moeller decided to go for it fourth and goal from the five and did not convert. Ultimately from the pistol has Goins behind. Goins will get the handoff, makes one man miss. Now going to try and cut out wide. Gabe Goins. Across the 30 and down near the 26-yard line. That's a sneaky athleticism of Gabe Goins. as you think he's going to take it in the middle and try and take another hit? Smart move by the young man to bounce it out wide. Uh, great
0: footwork. He, he kind of sidestepped one guy. Shuffled back, went back to his right, gained some yard, yards out of a play that really looked like it was dead in the water.
1: He'll head out on this play, and Brian White will take his place. On second now, it'll be second and five as we approach 8.30 to go. From the Winton Woods, 26-yard line, the Crusaders will operate on this play. Three wide receivers to the right. Josh Caddis, the tight end, will line up t- by himself to the left, working against Caleb Tubbs. Altamule throws it out wide to the right, and it's caught by Morton. He is smacked right at the sticks at the 22-yard line. I think it'll be about a half a yard shy. And they like calling that play. It's that jailbreak screen. So uh, we have got a Wentwood's Woods player down.
0: It's hard to do when, when you got a team with this much speed uh, that can recover that quickly.
1: And still f- flying around to the football as if this is a, a, a one-score game. Can't quite tell from our vantage point who the man down is, and we'll step aside while they tend to the injured. Wenton Woods player will step aside. 8.08 to go in the fourth. Wenton Woods leading Muller, 34-0 here
3: on ESP Media, powered by Up Sports. Kent Insurance is a family-owned business located right here in Kenwood. Chris Kent, a graduate of 1993 and former tight end, can take care of your business needs, while his sisters Kim and Katie are ready to handle your personal insurance. Top-of-the-line products, competitive pricing, and outstanding customer service is what they offer. Give him a call, 513-791-6060. That's 513-791-6060. A big shout-out to Katie's daughter, Abby Kerwin, playing saxophone with the marching band. Let's go Big Mo. Life's the same. same, I'm moving instead
2: of
0: me, I the same, it's all inside.
1: Come back. It was Mykwan Grace, the senior defensive back, who was injured on the play for Winton Woods, who's headed to Rutgers next season to play collegiate ball. Slow down the field for a while. He's able to get him jogger out under his own power, so that's good to see. But uh, looks like he's maybe an upper body injury from our vantage point, and I would have to think he will probably be done for the night. And then, Derek, that's the last thing you want to see in a game like this is anybody on either side to, to come away with an injury.
0: Yeah, and and that's one of the things if you're if you're watching this game or if you're at home you're probably thinking well why do they have a kid like that in the game at this point but that is their philosophy that's what they do they they play to the very
1: end oh my god pass picked off by n 60 in may that tried to screen pass on the right wide side he'll be tackled at the molar 35 yard line and again dalen long came flying through the, the offensive line and I, again it looked like to me he was offside when that ball was snapped and Altamule just trying to throw it out into the flats and Kai and 60 in May with a tremendous play to take it back the other way on the interception. Yeah, that was a, that was a little swing route uh, and
0: he just read it and jumped it and caught it and was gone. And then he, he kind of collapsed here on the sideline. Looks like he's cramping up pretty bad. Uh, as well there he is on the track there that's
1: the second time we've seen it happen for him it, yeah and we well, got a player you, down too. i i don't know if have ever seen a player in dale along long who could time up a snap the way he has again because he t- he went right through the line oh. with seemingly perfect timing it is right on the line as far as a, a neutral zone infraction after the interception a molar player down on the far sideline and uh and uh, with that, we'll step aside for a quick moment, 7.31 to play in the fourth. Wenton Woods has the ball back after an interception, but a Molar player down here on ESP Media, powered by Sign Up Sports.
3: For over 15 years, Chase Construction has worked closely with property management companies and housing authorities in providing apartment maintenance and inspection services. Chase Construction specializes in completing apartment work orders. If you do not have enough staff to complete the tough maintenance items such as painting, drywall, concrete, plumbing, and electrical work, please call 1986 Moeller alum Alan Shaw Sr. at Chase Construction. For more information, please visit them on the web at www.thechaseguys.com.
1: Back, it, it was indeed the quarterback Drew Altamulli who was injured on the play. Derek, in, in a situation on an interception, you see it a lot. Defenders coming into the field, they see the quarterback trying to make a play, and they think to themselves, "I got a free shot." And Altamulli got <laughs> hammered. Yeah,
0: and he was the only one, honestly, who could make a play on that. That would have been a touchdown if not for Altamulli.
1: Mayan Williams gets the handoff across the 30, to the 29. Let me get your thoughts on this here. Seven minutes and 15 seconds to go in this ball game, in a 34 to nothing uh, football game here. Why is Mayan Williams still in this game? If you're Wentz Woods, well, it, it's 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 like I said. This is their philosophy. They
0: do not let up. They don't let up, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna go until the very end, and they're gonna try and score as many points. This team has St. Ed's next week. They play Cleveland St. Ed's next week. So they need all their guys, but they they believe in, in doing this.
1: Williams will get it again, cuts back inside, bounce off a couple of tacklers inside the 20, makes another man miss, is tripped up inside the 15-yard line. If he kept his feet, he would have been into the end zone for the first time tonight, surprisingly, but he's down at the 13-yard line. So from from this vantage point up here, do you take issue with what Woods is doing, leaving their starters in on both sides of the ball at this juncture in the game?
0: Listen. Uh, you know, we we have a program here at Moeller where we have delivered a lot of beatdowns over the years, and um, I, I, you know, you can I, I see both sides. Hey, I can't. Yeah. I can't and sit here and say that, you know, this is this is unfair or anything yeah. like that or it's not right or it's not sportsmanlike. So, you know, the the thing is that you don't want to see for a team that's as good as Wenton Woods, though, is to see any of their. Big guys get hurt.
1: Mayan Williams not in on this carry. Jamonte Murray stopped at the 10-yard line. is shoved 10 yards back before the whistle was blown. Again, surprising to see it let go on that long. We saw it with Drew Altamule Mm -hmm. earlier in the game when he was sent backwards about 15 yards. And I have to think whenever Moeller does get the ball back here, I'd have to think Drew Altamulli's night would be over.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I would hope so. Because he's
1: going to need an ice bath and a half.
0: Yes, he he has taken a beating tonight. And, you know, not to belabor the point, but you're heading into the GCL next week. Everything's incredibly physical, so you need him. You're going to need him.
1: Wingfield from the gun this time. Murray cuts up inside the 10, is met as he crosses the 10 forward towards the eight-yard line. It'll be third down and five with five minutes remaining. It looks like now
0: they have started to pull some of those guys, Um, you see uh, Mine Williams on the sideline does look like he's going back in.
1: Yeah, it looks like from here the Myquan uh, Grace who was injured earlier for Wenton Woods has the pads off and is actually he now has an ice pack over his right shoulder. So hopefully uh, nothing serious for him and he'll be back next week when. Wenton Woods takes on St. Edward, and that's no joke of a, high, of a Ohio high school program either. Yeah, and then I think the next
0: week uh, you said they're traveling to St. Louis. Take to on the
1: Christian Brothers School yeah. out of St. Louis.
0: And then later on they play Elder and LaSalle this year. So,
1: I mean, and we've talked about the, as we have a false start here against Wenton Woods, we talked about the, the incredible schedule that Moeller's playing. Wenton Woods, they've stepped up to the plate as well as an independent school. You kind of sometimes have to do that. They have scheduled aggressively, and so far they're, they're four minutes and ten seconds away from going to 4-0 and have been dominant every week.
0: In many ways, they have similar problems that, that we do in being able to schedule. Uh, a lot of teams don't want to schedule Molar, So um, they have the same problem. Wenton Woods, their Division two team, most Division two teams can't compete with them. So like you said earlier, they're so they're Division Division two by name only. Exactly. So – they're having trouble, and so they have to play a national schedule. So that's why they're playing teams from all over. That's why they're traveling to St. Louis. But they've done a heck of a job. they built a heck of a program. Murray. The thing is, is that GCL teams get all the press. Cole Rain gets all the press. Sure.
1: This team has has been unbelievable. They, I think they need more, yeah. this Wenton Woods team. The handoff on the previous play by Murray leaves it at fourth and six from the nine yard line. And Winton Woods will send on Romel Velasquez for a field goal try from the right hash. It'll be a 27-yarder to try and make it a 37-0 lead for Winton Woods. Velasquez had an extra point blocked earlier in the ballgame. This is his first field goal try, and a snap will come off as we go under three minutes to play, and Winton Woods electing to let some clock roll off before they snap it. Still allowing time to go down, and now they'll take a timeout just to let some clock run off. The timeout will be called with 2.48 here in the fourth quarter. All right. We'll keep it right here, 2.48 to go in the ball game. Like we said, we, we talked about it here, and I'll get your thoughts on it here now that we have this timeout here. Give me, give us, for, the, for those that haven't been able to keep tabs on it, St. Xavier is next week, mm-hmm. no joke. Once again, give us a little bit of an advanced scouting report on what Crusaders fans can expect next week at Never Stadium.
0: Well, I mean, I would, I would say it's a, it's a team that, you know, has an outstanding defense where you're going to have to really, you know, especially with the way we've been playing offensively, you're really going to struggle. But I don't know. They've given up 500 yards worth of well, offense
1: against Cathedral tonight, who is who is no joke in the state of Indiana. And and they uh, they brought in a offensive
0: coordinator this past year, and Andrew Coverdale, who's one of the premier offensive coordinators in the nation. They, he came uh, out of Louisville Trinity, so it's going to be interesting to see their offense. They've always kind of had a basic offense. uh Oh, out of the
1: t- out of the play, I think a botched snap, and and they're going to try and do something out of it. Oh boy. Blankemsey now running back to his 35-yard line. A crackback block will be called. Blankemsey gets knocked out of bounds at the 20-yard line, and the man hit on the play was Pete Baker. He was absolutely leveled by Malcolm Bryant back at the 37-yard line. That's that crackback block penalty that's now been instituted at all levels of football, and so the penalty flag will be there. I think Blankemsey just fumbled the snap as they were trying to get to Velasquez and tried to scramble. And oh boy,
4: yeah, another
1: situation where you could have had another injury there. Thankfully, Baker got up; he's fine.
0: Yeah, see you know, he he went all the way uh, to the left, then cut back, comes all the way to the right. Is Pete is changing directions? There's a defensive lineman that comes across and just just yeah. levels him.
1: That's Bryant, the 310 pounder as they're showing it up here on the video board. He just came out of nowhere, and Baker never saw him, and that's that's the reason for the penalty. So they'll spot it at the 40-yard line for Moeller with 2.32 to go, and Drew Altamulli is indeed done for the night, and taking his place will be Evan Springer, the sophomore. And I I, I would venture a guess that Altamulli is – not too upset that his night is probably over.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's not. I was going to throw in the towel from here if he
1: came out. Springer fakes the handoff. Brian White trying to get all the way outside to the far sideline. He's going to go. All of that work to maybe get back to the line of scrimmage.
0: But you see some speed there. He does, yeah, he's,
1: absolutely. He's, he's got some speed. May have lost a half a yard, but that's also, as we see again, the speed of this this uh, Winton Woods defense.
0: No, they were right on it.
1: Yes, they were. Under two minutes to go. They will mark it as a loss of one as Evan Springer, the now number two signal caller, will get a chance for a few reps here to close things out. Yeah, right about now it's just time to, to
0: start the buses,
1: get out of here. And barring some kind of broken play here, it'll be the third time in four weeks that Moeller will be shut out. And you've got GCL play coming up the next three. White up the middle with the head down, crosses the 40 out near the 44 yard line. It'll be third down and six from that point.
0: Well, at this point, you know, you, you gotta shake this one off. This, and, and I, I tell you what, and the, the other thing that's kind of gonna be a challenge for these coaches is that this is for me this was always the worst week as a coach is St. next week and it's going to be a weird vibe this year because we're struggling so much but St. next week is so weird because they're you're doing all kinds of different stuff it's not the same it doesn't have the same feels every other week so it's going to be uh you know it's going to be a challenge for these these coaches to to get these guys right by next friday
1: White on the handoff took it right side and was tripped up by the turf monster at the 44 yard line. It'll make it fourth down and six from the 44 yard line on what should be the final play of the proceedings here. If Moeller even elects to snap the ball.
0: Yeah, at this point, I think you just let that clock go down.
1: Springer, night. Springer's all the way on the far sideline, and I think Todd, Todd Nauman has decided, I think he's had enough. He's lining his team up at midfield to come on the field and uh, shake hands with the Winton Woods Warriors as the clock winds down to five, and that'll that'll do it. A Stunner in the first half for Moeller as Winton Woods just came out firing from the get-go. The Ohio State, the Iowa State, baker pardon, commit, Mayan Williams, 165 yards on the ground tonight on just 18 carries. On the other side, Moeller quarterback Drew Altamule, 185 yards through the air, and he took a beating. And he'll have to get himself healthy going into next week's GCL opener against St. Xavier at Nippert Stadium. Uh, Derek, before we get off here, on the air, before we get off the air here, how quickly do you put this behind you if you're the Mueller coaching staff? Do you just go ahead and forget it tonight and get ready for St. Xavier?
0: You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. I mean, listen, you're you're gonna watch the film, you're gonna bring guys in, you're gonna watch the film tomorrow with them. Try and figure out some of the things that you that you did poorly, and and as a coach, look at the things that you did. Some good things tonight. Brandon White had a nice night. Yeah, yeah. So so the the question is, how do you get Brandon White had a nice night tonight? Uh, Anthony Sledge had a nice night tonight. Uh, how are you going to get the ball in those guys' hands? Uh, what are you going to do? Last week, Gabe Goins had a really uh, great game. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out a game plan where you're putting it in those guys' hands and, and really moving forward.
1: And I think the big thing here before we sign off is uh, got to find got to find a way to keep your quarterback upright going forward because oh. uh, if Altomilli continues to get hit like this, he like he did, he's not going to survive the season. So hopefully that gets corrected by next week, and uh, boy, it just ramps up even more a week from now uh, when. Moeller takes on St. Xavier. Again, that game will be at Nippert Stadium on the campus of the University of Cincinnati. It will be a 7 p.m. kickoff. We will have the coverage right here for you on letsgobigmo.com. But that will wrap it up here from Winton Woods. The Warriors move to 4-0 with a 34-0 win over the Crusaders. Moeller drops to 1-3 on the season. For our producer Rob Ebel and Derek Williams, I'm Jason Griever. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Moeller Football on letsgobigmo.com on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.